Hey, I'm Tommy Chong. Welcome to High on Homegrown. Yes, yes. Welcome to High on Homegrown, everybody. I am <laughs> Mackie from PersysGrowing.com. Are you certain about this? No, not 100%. <laughs> you pressed the wrong button on the simulation. Man, I've got like heat exhaustion. I'm extremely high, dehydrated. Dehydrated, shriveling oh. up over there. Somebody please help me. <laughs> <laughs> it's only 26 degrees in the UK. <laughs> no, but in this room, in the room I'm in, it's like it traps in the heat. I'm on like 32 degrees in here. And I, I was thinking like back in December time, I should buy aircon right now because I know it's going to be hot in summertime. It's like, nah, now nah, we're going to have shit summer. And here we are dying on a Sunday of heat exhaustion and dehydration. But we'll do our best. <laughs> My monkey's <laughs> used to it. So anyway, let's go Absolutely. through these screens and say hi to everybody. So yeah. as I said, I am Mackie, a cocoa grower from uh, the UK but because I haven't changed the screen yet. But we'll just say that today. So yeah, that's me. How are you that's doing, good. TG? Mm-hmm. Oh. I'm in the same boat as you, man. Uh, it's hot as fuck. Well, it's like 26 outside, but it's like 36 in the room I'm in right now. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, drinking some liquids and clipping some buds <laughs> off of some stems and doing pretty well. <laughs> Standard then, TG. You're always you. doing that. <laughs> like, yeah, what's TG doing? Yeah. Same thing he always does. You change your fucking usernames at Edward Scissorhands, bro. <laughs> 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 Lifetime trim jail. Yeah, prosthetics on oh, his fingers and make it faster. You know, that's a fucking good idea. Oh no. <laughs> oh gosh. Let's not do that tangent until the after party. Anyway, anyway so yeah, how you doing, man? You good? Oh good, yeah. Uh hello everybody. Um Zombie Nation here from the middle of the UK. You know all that soil grower shit. Um yeah. Boned out my mind on hash and flipping. Boned. <laughs> boned. boned. Okay. Is it, it even said stoned wrong at the time? Stone to the bone. <laughs> bone to the stone. Bone to the stone. What are you saying, G to the B? Yo, it is GB here from Ireland. I'm a cocoa grower, and you will find me on Percy'sGrowRoom.com. Very nice. That's, that's a lovely, yeah. nice intro there, GB. I like that. The most professional you know, of them all. We should try and be you know, a bit honestly, more like GB, everybody. And, and I'm like the least professional person out of everybody. You did well there. We, we could just tell how much effort was put in, you know? Yeah. <laughs> I just good. couldn't think of anything else to say. <laughs> Perfect. I'm going to actually record that one. I'm going to use that one in the future. Yeah, just have him saying anything next yeah, time. Yeah, I don't have to say that. You just have to go, and oh, we have GB. <laughs> and then it's we have a Monkey. M- monkey who is baking more than the rest of us, I'm sure. As Not monkey. as baked as he has been, though. Hello. <laughs> here from the Southeast United States. Cocoa grower. I'm, I'm doing a GB intro. You said we should be more like GB, so I, mean, I was doing my, my best worst invitation, though. Yeah, my best British accent. Okay, look how professional I am. I'm Monkey Doo. Exactly. No, Monkey down here at Southeast US. And yes, we are baking today. I think the last time I checked the thermometer, it was like 98 Fahrenheit, which would be about 37, 38. Oh my God, I would die. So yeah, it's been hot and dry spell down and down in the south. We're expecting some rain all the way through the Gulf South, maybe next week to cool us off. Good to be here on Sunday. Let's do this. 
Yeah, man, let's do this. So we have the, the usual stuff that we go through, the cannabis news and events from around the world. It's a bit slow on the cannabis news this week. There wasn't much going on other than the usual busts and raids. And we, we don't like going over them unless there's nothing else. you know. But we have got news today, some good shit. Of course, we've got the Grow Diaries, and we're going to be talking about Marge's Grow Diary over at Percy's. And Marge is from the Bite Me Edibles podcast. And we've been on her, her show before. She was a guest on our show before. And she's joined up at Percy's and has started her own grow diary outdoors. So we're going to take a look at that. It's going to be a nice one. For the grow guides, look at this guy we've got on screen here. How hot is too hot? Because it's hot, we're going to do a special hot episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to discuss how the fuck you can try and keep it cooler in the grow room because temperatures like these, the ambient temperatures around the grow room are usually too high for the plants. So with the lights and everything going on as well, it's difficult to keep the temps down. So we're going to discuss different ways that you can do it to make sure that your plants can grow happier and healthier. Nice. We've got a cool interview with Guy Coxall. We've been trying to get Guy on the show for fucking ages, but he's real busy. He does a lot of shit. He's the founder of Seed Our Future. It, you know, the organization that Trev, Trev Coleman is involved with, yeah. um, Phil Monk, Simper. They're all, and uh, Phil, Tony Bevington as well, all involved with the Seed Our Future campaign. And this was the guy who founded it. So he's very busy, but we managed to get him on the show and have a good half hour chat with him. And he's a cool guy, man. You'll find out about all the shit. And he's got some real interesting stuff for people in the UK. If you get arrested for possession of cannabis, he's, you know, just has a quick talk about what you should do when, if you are arrested. But all sounds good, man. And of course, the after party where we'll be discussing what was we going to discuss in the after party there. We already had one topic. And bongs and smoking utensils. That'll yes. work, man. Yeah. We like talking about bongs that. Bongs upstairs to show you guys. Oh. Sweet. Sounds good, man. So there we go. That's about the outline of the show. We made some hash today before we go on. Today. Fucking hell. No, it weren't today. But when was it? Friday? Me and ZN. We made, sorry, ZN and I. Made some, made some dry ice tash. <laughs> English. So and we made a, a real cool video, which we put up on Percy'sGrowroom.com YouTube channel. And, it, you know, it's a fun, nice, easy tutorial on just how you can make dry ice hash and how easy it is to make. No mess. Well, a little bit of mess, but you get to scrape it all up and smoke it. So it's still good, right? Dry yeah, ice, pretty easy to get. Yeah, I, I ordered it and got it the next day, mate. Really easy. So... Well, that's in the UK. I don't know about everywhere else. I've never tried it. I've seen it on the internet, but I've never tried that. Give it a shot, man. It's definitely worth it if you've got enough trim. Definitely good shit. Yeah, yeah. Don't forget to click on subscribe if you haven't already, and follow us on Facebook and Instagram and all them other social networks. And that's about it. We should move on to the cannabis news. Are we all ready, lads? I need to get a popsicle or two. A popsicle. A popsicle to fuck you. He needs a popsicle to cool him off. A popsicle. Was that, we call them. That, was that TG just saying I need a popsicle or two to fuck me? Right. No, to fucking cool me down. It's oh, possible. right. Yeah. Okay, sorry. But it, that don't work. We call them ice lollies in the UK. Yes, ice lollies. Ice lollies. Ice lollies. Man. Oh, ice lolly. Okay. Not ice yeah, you know. <laughs> I'm a common folk, so I try to shorten all my words as much as possible. That that final syllable on lollies. 
he's just wasted energy so ice lols is fine isn't it? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. anyway stone as you see this is what happens man we've all got heat exhaustion we're dehydrated so we're just man, chatting random I'm shit good. i'm fine i'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> perfectly man. fine right now yeah, monkey's fine this week you know right cannabis news let's do this cannabis news and events this week so as i said it's been a quiet week for cannabis news not much is going on but we did manage to find some stuff so who wants to hit this first who wants to go first lad no no oh, oh, yeah. and now everybody jumps in it's Jimmy, always the same it, way it's like oh. <laughs> yeah yeah um no i've i've a bit of news it's um to do with a poor puppy oh um, my god um, no yeah it's a puppy and it's it's only when i first was reading this no, no, it's not one of mine for thanks be to God for a change. <laughs> really? No. Yeah, but um yeah, no, it was a uh, dog walker was out walking a small little ten month old um pup uh, whippet in um Glasgow and it came across and ate some edibles that were left behind by some post lockdown party goers. Ah Whoa. Yeah. Now, luckily we know that it doesn't cause serious side effects it's, but like yeah and if it was your own supply that your puppers had got into mm-hmm. but if you're out walking your dog and it comes across when you don't know mm, you that's been what I yourself, say yeah. it's the fucking the shock and the the, oh, yeah. the panic that would set in like mm-hmm. because why would you assume that, right? yeah i wouldn't yeah. think that would be cannabis down there it probably was a no. cake or something you know I'm, exactly. I'm just thinking who's who's likely to leave edibles lying around that's just it. I mean, they probably forgot them. They were too stoned. Especially in the UK. I would say that's it. Yeah. But it still. is somebody who just forgot them and left them behind. Mm. But still, you just like, you have to be responsible with your cannabis. Yes, you please, everybody. Edible, you know, we do, flour, we do everything. like to encourage everybody who listens to the show to be responsible, man, and, and courteous to other people. Yeah. Just set it's, a good example of being a stoner. You know, well, if, if somebody, anybody, even an adult is not ex, is not expecting it and comes across an edible like that, you imagine what that would freak it. That freak me out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And and that's the thing, like that could have very easy. And I would say that wasn't left. If somebody left that maliciously, they left left that there to hurt somebody else, mm-hmm. a person opposed to maybe a thing like for because you you do get these fucking idiots that hand out like fucking cannabis candy at Halloween and stuff like that, you oh, know? Yeah, not yeah. often. No, not I don't often. think you, you get do. It. It's like people who, who get that kind of shit, who buy edibles, are like, they want them edibles for themselves. No ones. way. <laughs> you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I got some edibles. I'm going to go drop one on the park floor so the dog can eat it. It's like, nah. I think I yeah, just keep you it. see, that's, <laughs> that's the thing, lads. We're responsible. Yeah, true, true. Yeah. Stickheads out there. Those dickheads with so much money, you know, those rich little bastards who go out with like 500 quid and think, oh, yeah, we're going to get some edibles and fuck a load of kids up. (laughs) There's people out there that do it, believe me. Yeah, there is some horrible bastards, man. 
I don't, well, we, I don't know those people. If they uh, can, I pretend to be younger, and they can give them to me, maybe. Yeah, I was thinking. <laughs> like shit, you might get arrested for that, mate. Dressing up all young, hanging around yeah. a park, you know. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. As long as I'm only taking the edibles, I mean, I just mind my own damn business. Hanging around know? the park, dressed as a young child, hey, eating edibles. America. <laughs> I'm, free to, you, you, I'm free to do what I want, man. He's America. It's America. I could be you know? in the park dressed like a kid. Okay, okay. We we have gone off. <laughs> we way have, sorry, off chief. Tangent. Sorry, chief. We sorry. have gone way off topic so and it, for once it's not fucking me who has brought us off topic it's go on gb <laughs> you are rocking tonight brother i'm fucking on fire tonight lads on fire yeah. that um, is a good lesson but, don't leave your shit around just same as if you have kids yeah exactly you exactly you know recently some kid got into their mom's fucking gummies and then the mom's like ah oh, fucking weed why was it sitting there and then oh it was like, because you fucking left me there exactly. you've done the shit exactly and the shocking thing is, like, they, they they didn't know what was wrong with the dog, as I said. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the problem. That is a problem. And yeah, then yeah. when they rushed it to the vet, we all know how much vet costs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially especially my good self. Mm-hmm. You know? Oh, yeah, I would say that, yeah. <laughs> In the end, though, is the dog okay? The dog is perfectly fine. Okay. As it yes, would so, be. Because, as it would be. Yeah. But the one thing to know, people... Cannabis can be toxic you, to pets. You cannot, sorry to they fucking have. interfere here, all right? But if you can see the picture on the screen, what does it look like is on that cushion behind that dog? That's yeah, a bag of, of weed. It, yeah, looks it, like looks, yeah. it looks like butts. It looks like butts in the corner. <laughs> it's yeah. like a bag yeah. of weed on a pillow. Should have chosen a different picture or Photoshop. Yeah, that, see, see the big lump underneath that towel as well. I reckon I'm starting that's a to couple of kilo yeah, bags. I'm starting to think this dog didn't find it in the park, lads. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, the, this, the, the thing to know is dogs and cats have nearly twice the um, receptors, cannabinoid receptors that people have. And it does affect them a lot more severe than it does than it would us so just do be careful mm-hmm. be, res- yeah. be respectful of others and be responsible just don't leave your shit lying around yeah, yeah. Oh, so sorry. we've got some more news tj you want to take it away yeah sure man um my news is not usually my usually not my uh, thing i'm not a big stocks and bonds guy financial wise legal like uh, anyway Basically, it's no surprise, but the, the headline here is Supreme Cannabis shareholders vote to approve a $435 million deal with Canopy Growth, i.e. more uh, conglomeration and aggregation within the Canadian legal industry. There's another actual big acquisition by Hexo um, acquired Redican for almost a billion Canadian dollars uh, just at basically the same time as this happened. So. Yeah, I mean, it's it's the same old thing that we kind of figured was going to happen, that all the big companies, the Afria, the Auroras, the Canopies are buying up all the little guys and trying to increase their market share that way rather than kind of, you know, produce good bud, which they've been yet to do thus far. So and it, far. I mean, it might work because if, if they keep their fucking hands out of some of these smaller producers, uh, you know, ways they're doing things, then uh, there shouldn't be an issue. And Ideally, with extra money, those small producers would be able to do better, um, only only better, and upgrade what they're doing. And I won't lie, there is a lot of good weed on the market. It's just there's a lot of people who take a lot out of that weed when you buy it, and that's kind of the reason. One of the reasons I don't like to support it. But that said, 
this could be good or bad. I don't know. Supreme has always been, I think, one of the, the more popular brands. Maybe maybe not as of late, but they've grown some good stuff in the past. So we'll see how that happens. But yeah, it's, it's interesting. I wonder when the point's going to come, when it's going to be basically, you know, kind of like the agricultural world goes where mm-hmm. you have four or five companies that actually own every fucking company in the world. I don't know if it will ever get there with cannabis because the consumer is more thoughtful then I, well, I suppose uh it depends on it because when you're a proper smoker i mean when you smoke every day when you're you know when you really yeah. smoke cannabis you have a different point of view than just the weekend smokers Very and they'll true. make a fuckload of money out then week, weekend smokers than people who just pop out every couple of weeks that's still a, a billion dollar industry you know even without the hardcore smokers that just makes it trillions man <laughs> well, that's that's what dana was getting on about that's when we talked to him is our vol- us volume smokers like myself and and you guys and most of our listeners you know i can't afford to be buying five or six ounces a month from mm-hmm. even if it was three or two dollars a gram that's still fucking expensive like i got bills to pay i'm not like you know i use this stuff especially for medicine you know mm-hmm. it's not like i can just like well i guess i won't get any this month because that's going to be a shitty option anymore. So, yeah. um, But you're right for the volume or for the casual smoker. There's a lot of casual smokers and there's a lot of people that still haven't really even delved into it. So, you know, I don't know. We'll see. Especially, uh, well, legalization in the States. I think that's the big fucking Mm -hmm. kicker. This is the one we're all waiting for right now. You know, it's on the horizon by the the sound Mm -hmm. of it. It's just waiting for that that final domino to fall, man. When that happens, a lot's going to change. Oh, it'll change so much around the world. Mm. Even though the likes of um, the UK and the Irish government say that it won't make a difference, it will. Of course, you know? it will. But they yeah. won't be won't be able to say say no. They won't when they see the money that can roll in. Mm. They won't. Well, we've got some news from the USA, right, Monkey? Yeah, I got something here. Um, you know, one thing in the USA as we get closer to, to national legalization, which I am still hopeful it's going to happen, uh, NBC News is, re- is reporting um, uh, inside one woman's effort to normalize marijuana in homes and to get equity baked into laws. Ooh. Now, nice. that's just just the headline, but it you know, kind of reveals a good bit there. Uh, this young lady is a woman of color. Her name is Chantel Lindsay. Uh, and she first started using cannabis many years ago when she was a teenager to, to treat, treat a cyst she had. Uh, she had had the cyst drained and she was having pain and she was recommended to try cannabis. It worked and she pretty much forgot about it after that until after she had a baby and she came back again and developed an ovarian cyst because cysts tend to run in her family. Well, again, she went straight to cannabis to uh, relieve her, her symptoms this time, it was a little bit of a problem. She got caught on that second one and got, got uh, found with less than one ounce of marijuana in her possession in Massachusetts. And at the time, it was not a criminal offense, but she did get charged with misdemeanor possession. Now, all of this kind of gets complicated. It's a lot of backstory here because you have to understand mm-hmm. that Chantel was also an attorney at the time. And right. if she would have been charged yeah. as a criminal, a felony, she could have been disbarred. She would have lost her yeah. job, her license to practice and everything. So she's sitting right there on, on the bubble. So she's taking it upon herself now that cannabis has turned legal in Massachusetts to try and get, uh, how, how does it put it, uh, social equity back into the system of cannabis and, and ensure people who have or, uh, been harmed by the system or marginalized by the system now have a chance. Awesome. So her 
part of this is she's trying to enter the market with a standalone decarb machine. Now she has uh, a company that she's formed. And what's interesting about this company is she's, she noted that you have companies out there all the time who get millions of dollars of investment from you know, angel investors and GoFundMes and banking and relatives. And some of these products never go to market, but she was trying to get her product to go to market and she only needed like about a couple hundred thousand dollars and she couldn't find anybody to lend her the money because she's a marginalized person in, in society. Mm, so she, she pulled herself up by her bootstraps. She got some of the money lent to her by her mother's retirement money. And then she found, she scraped together the rest of it. And with, with a, scarcely a half a million dollars, she's building her company. And in year two, she's now profitable. Yes. So what she's trying to do, her efforts now are turning to other marginalized people and see how, how can we make sure that all of this, this uh, promise of, of the fantastic cannabis future is available for people who have already suffered the woes here. Cool. That's it, man. And you don't get fucking taken over by rich ass motherfuckers. Mm. No, man, it's crazy. Like they have a law. They had a law in um, Massachusetts, and I think it's still in effect. Um, when they first started up dispensaries, it was very expensive. You had to have a lot of capital to do it, brick and mortar stores and stuff like that. But there's also within the law, there was, there was a provision that people could start dis dispensaries without brick and mortar stores and offer delivery services. Hmm. But there was like a th guarantee. I think it was a three-year guarantee that these people, only the people uh, who had been marginalized by the system and suffered as woes for three years, they're the only ones who could run this type of service. And the, the intention here was to get the foot inside of the door. And lo and behold, big cannabis came in and sued the government, saying wow. that that's not fair. Because <laughs> <laughs> we've got more money than you. Exactly. And that's, what they, that's what they tried to do. No, they did not win. That's what it is. Sweet. They went back there and they, they started really... Uh, putting up a fuss about it. Uh, news got involved in it. People came in and finally, they, these people finally says, okay, it's fine. Let them have it for right now. Sweet. They're waiting yeah, on the right sidelines and they're going to try and swoop in. I guarantee it. Mm -hmm. But yeah, yeah, yeah. She, so yeah, she's all part of these kind of efforts right now, but it's an interesting, interesting thing that they were talking about here is a lot to this, this lady in this article and what she's trying to do. I'm going to drop her a line and see if we can get her on maybe on an interview. Cause I think we yeah, can no, have a really sweet, good man. conversation with this person though. Do we? A lot of efforts going on in Massachusetts right now just to make sure that the law is out there and that, you know, people who are marginalized will actually have something out there. But her company is called Ardent. So if you're looking for a standalone decarb mm. unit, I've never tried this thing. But hey, Ardent. Yeah, no, I, I've looked at these yeah. because, you know, the way I have the, the problem that I'm not allowed to decarb my weed in the house. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So this is a fucking really good option for me. Yeah. It sounds like it. And that's, yeah, and that's why I've looked at it. Mm -hmm. I'm really interested in this. Now. Yeah, man. Hopefully we can get her on the show and talk about it. Yeah, well, we have one more news article cool. we should move on to. And that's from ZN. Are you saying ZN? Me. Yes, hello. ZN. Zordon. Thank you there. <laughs> I'm not saying this. Is. Uh, my news this week uh, is coming from that, uh, that almighty uh, BBC. Um, it seems Scotland have actually followed suit in the medical cannabis world and has now begun prescribing to, um, well, it says patients, but there's only one so far. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, the Sapphire Medical Clinic in Stirling, 
was approved by regulators in March and so far has received hundreds of inquiries. Um, the private clinic provides unlicensed cannabis-based medicines. Which I'm licensed? confused by because it's licensed everywhere else. Yeah. Um, strange one. Yeah, very strange one. The, the, the only one product, first patient to receive unlicensed medical cannabis was a, a, a girl called Heather, a woman called Heather. Not um, her real name. It is her real name, actually. There's a picture over there, too. Um, no, it says somewhere there. I read it. It's not her real name. Well, does it not? It doesn't. Heather, not her real name, is one of the first oh, Scottish shit. patients to receive unlicensed medical cannabis from the private clinic. Why the hell would you yeah, not give a real name when there's a picture of her? That, oh, no, that's somebody else. She's been vaping dried cannabis flowers and taking oil containing THC. She doesn't feel high to even know she's vaping flowers and taking THC. Um, so it's so, it, it, probably shit weird, isn't it? Sorry, Ian. <laughs> yeah, it's sapphire, it, isn't it? Five pound it, a gram. It's probably shit weird, but like she says that where she had pain before, where, actual pain, she just has like a dull sensation in it now. Yeah. So like to me, that's after doing something. If it's after making it go from pain to only an annoyance. There was a, a paper that came out about the mechanism of pain relief of cannabis versus something like tramadol or Tylenol or ibuprofen. Yeah, yeah. Whereas ibuprofen, they, they basically like, I forget, I think they cut the nerve passageway or something or yeah. do something to yeah, the yeah. nerve. So right. actually, it's a blocker. Yeah, whereas cannabis doesn't do that. It just kind of makes you like somehow it dulls it. Dulls is the best yeah, way to say it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's that's the thing. Like it's not it's not fucking morphine. No, it's not. You know, it's and that's cannabis. why we use it, because it's not fucking yeah. morphine. I can function mm, on yeah, it. 100%. Exactly. Well, so, the, I mean, in, in, in this, in this, so what's it? That wasn't the, that, that was the first uh, patient that was prescribed it. There is another one, which is the one I was looking at. Um, her name's Susie Marshall. Um, she was the first patient, patient to receive a face-to-face -face con consultation. And um, she suffered chronic pain from arthritis for several years. Six weeks she's been taking along with CBD products. And she said it costs her about 130 a month. Um, she says her insomnia has improved, but it's hard to quantify the effect it's had on her pain. Right. So there's two kind of like, uh, uh, again, this is the BBC. The BBC are, are well known for like propaganda. Biasing, yeah, right. biasing their news. It's just call it what it is. Coming out with completing it to crap. Mm -hmm. So yeah. like this, what's it with uh, Heather? Not her real name. Um, this yeah. is probably why I just like totally went over that bit because... Yeah, man, That's if anybody does know uh, Sarah Marshall or Heather, not her real name. Susie Marshall. Susie, yeah. I was just, just, come on the show, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Let us know. I was going to say okay. for Susie as well, we have said this numerous times, cannabis, different strokes for different it's folks. True, yeah. All she has yeah. to do is try strain. something different. Mm. Yeah. Try a yeah. different strain. And it stop going, stop going by what your flipping Sapphire Medical Clinic doctor tells you. And tell him you want this because it appears to do this. Mm -hmm. oh, and good luck with that, though. Exactly. Well, you know, but if everybody does the same thing, if everybody goes to Sapphire Medical Clinics and says, "Listen, this shitty strain that you've got is not doing anything, and yeah. it's like it's a number, so we can't go anywhere else and say we want this, so we have yeah. to come to you. We don't, don't want give this." That weed. 
we've looked at this this lemon flipping haze and this seems to do what we want it to do so can we have some of that please oh no why not everybody uh, because, uh, because we don't uh, grow uh, that uh, and we don't own that so we have got some forum news which we should quickly cover before we move on the new question and answer section over at the forum where you can ask questions get direct answers specifically in a q a section it's all uh it's displayed different has a different layout and things like that it's really nice yeah. go and check it out ask questions last night man it was good yeah it looks nice man so you, when you when you do put um a new thread in there a new question just make sure that like you ask the question in a in a single sentence in the title and then you can explain further in the post just makes it look nice you know i i think so <laughs> mm-hmm. and it lets people know looking at the title of the thread what question is being asked you know but don't make it too long of course any other yeah. forum news right mm-hmm. can't think of anything, anything really. that i can think of oh. oh i think we have the numbers to start the rock, paper, scissors, lizard spot competition. Sweet. Cool. Sweet. So, I've forgotten all about that. Yeah. yeah well, you see, as we were waiting for everybody wanted was up for it, but like not many people fucking wanted to join up straight away. We're going to no, get we, Pip we Seed Bank sponsoring that now. as well. And they're going to throw yeah. some um, nice prizes in there. Just A couple of nice out. ones. Yeah. Sweet. So, Ooh. haha. So you snows, you lose, people. Yeah. <laughs> There's still plenty of space. I think we can work it out. Uh, well, we can if we have to, but we have to have What's an even high yielding strain. Mine, easy. Yeah. Yes, the one you grow. CBD yeah. cream cheese. Mm-hmm. This is eight four seven two. So, uh, yeah, with all that, that's all the news. That's a lot of news, man. It's it's so warm today, so <laughs> I'm suffering <severely> exhaustion. <laughs> so we should move on to the grow diaries. I think that's it. You ready? Let's do this. So this week, we're going to talk about Marge's Grow Diary, who is uh, Marge Madden is a surname, isn't it, from the Bite Me Edibles yeah. podcast. This is a, yes. the podcast is called Bite Me, the show about edibles. Yes. So, of course, everybody likes their edibles nowadays. And she's got, I mean, she's been on the show before, so some of our listeners might already be aware of her. She yeah. has recipes for fucking... sorbet. Yeah. They're not your regular, yeah. just like mm. gummies and brownies or whatever. They're yeah, like fucking. This is gourmet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All that fucking drizzle it with infused olive oil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's awesome. Yeah, Tiny portions and shit. <laughs> you're into like serious cooking and want to yeah. do some infusions? Definitely check out. Yeah, her, so, uh, so this is Marchie's idea. She's growing some weed outside because she's allowed to in Canada. It's very cool. So she's planted yeah. a couple of plants outside. We'll give you a look in the display section here. I'm pumped for this because I'm very familiar with the seeds she's fucking growing. Yeah, man, what, what are we now, saying there, Tichi? I believe this, this is I believe this is her second year growing, uh, uh, if I remember right from her diary. But this is the first year she uh, she's hoping to like inc- increase her yield or something like that. Uh, she no, she f- her her force. Marge, Margie's actually year. in the chat Thank there. Hi, Marge. Oh, Marge here. Hey, hey Marge. Marge. What's up? It's good to see you. Yeah. We're talking about your diary, if you don't That's mind. That's right. We're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I was chatting with her on Instagram, so I kind of gave her a heads up. See, <laughs> good to see you come by, though. That's awesome. Uh, so, TJ, you want to t- tell us about the strain she's growing? Sure. Yeah. Uh, well, 
I'm familiar with two out of the three. She's doing some Humboldt Sea Company, which actually is acquired legally, I believe. They have, like, you can get them in the Ontario Cannabis Store, like fucking All Gas OG, and like, very interesting. I don't know who their distributor is. Mm. Anyway, one of the other ones they have there is the uh, Magic Melon Auto, which I, uh, along with Chilbert, don't have any experience with, but it sounds quite delicious. The other two, though, uh, she's called it Strawberry. Um, and the species 8472, I do know. Uh, so I've heard of that one. That's like I've that's super that popular too. right now, mate. Everybody's yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I have some of those too now, Mr. TG. Yeah, super exclusive though. So if you mm. don't have it, you're not very cool. And, you know, mm-hmm. you're like, come on. Mm-hmm. 1998. Uh, fucking as, eight. What is this? Like, rare as hen's teeth. <laughs> I, I don't have any now. Sienna has all mine. I don't have any either. I mean, yeah. We're not in the pool club anymore. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> but no, uh, they're my seeds. Uh, I sent her out some as a thank you for coming on the uh, show, Gee. as well as just for being uh, super cool. Awesome, and um, yeah, they look great so far. The, the A472s are photos, obviously. So, being in Ontario, she might um, have the ability to finish them because out in Saskatchewan, photos are pretty much dead at the end of September due to early frost and snow and death in general it gets really shitty here real fast but there are places where you can uh, finish them but the other ones the strawberries i'm super super excited to see her results they're uh, a, a cross of jaw seeds dark livers and seedsman seeds mm-hmm. strawberry cheese but both of those were like fucking ultra fast flowering like both plants both plants finished in under 60 days so well, well one was a male but it started flowering at, at 11 days so it was like holy shit so I, I crossed the two and I grew a batch of mode and they finished 62 days, I think was the, was the time. So Marge has uh, hers and she's already found a male. Um, it's already starting to flower. So it seems like they're consistent as shit that way. Cool. So, that's kind of, uh, that's neat. If you, if they show that early, it's easy to get rid yeah. of them. Well, that's the point, right? Just exactly. quick bang them out in the, in the outdoor here in Canada, especially in some of the more Northern latitudes, it works awesome. And, uh, yeah, I'm I'm pumped to see how how she uh, she even made my soil or use my recipe. I shouldn't say my excellent, soil. nice. Like see that, and if you want to see that recipe, that's over at Percy's as well. Just go to Percy's, yeah. use the search box for super soil, and you'll find TG's recipe. Yeah, I'm quite honored actually for to hear when people use my shit and uh, and have success with it. So I'm super shit. Super shit shouldn't to see. be so good, and people wouldn't want yeah. it as much, mate. <laughs> need to bag it oh. up, man. Need to put it in a bag yeah. yourself, TG. You need We've to cook some of that. Oh, plastic, do, man. Plastic Locally, piles. Plastic piles. I just piles. fucking don't have the, the logistics to ship it around the country right now. But yeah, like if you're local, fuck yeah. Sweet, fuck. man. Anyway. Buy yourself a bloody truck and do it yourself. Give up <laughs> extracting cannabis for somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> that. T- don't take advice. career advice on somebody on a stoner podcast. Just saying. Well, no, it's good stoner <laughs> advice. That is because you could sell loads of it, man. Yeah, uh, I went through the diary last night. It was great. Lots of detail. They see mm-hmm. the mushrooms there. Uh, yeah, yeah, I like the mushroom. Is but... mushrooms a sign that there's too much fungus in the soil, though? Is it the balance off? Well, damp. not necessarily. Damp and darkness, usually. Right. Or damp and shade. We get mushrooms and... growing on some, like, rotting old. Like, if you cut a tree down, there's certain species that love growing on the, the yeah. roots and the wood and shit underneath. So uh, those, those kind of do, like, I don't know... <laughs> I, I don't know enough. I've grown Cubenzies myself a few times, and they do look very similar. They have a lot more cracking on the tops that I've ever seen on a 
on QNCs, but you know, I've never seen them in the wild either. So, so can you eat them? Huh? Well, can you eat those? Yeah. Well, if they're magic mushrooms and oh, yeah. they're magic mushrooms. Yeah, yeah, magic mushrooms. Yes, man. Yeah, so that's why she was all excited. Of course. <laughs> I mean, I was I was laughing. Everybody going like, well, I don't even know what that is. Going like, huh? I mean, they, they are, they, there are slightly different species down. that grow in different parts of the country or world, you know, that have cypacillin, but... Cubensis are from Mexico originally, so I, I don't know if they... Maybe they grow in the wild if they're let loose or whatever, but there are a ton of species that grow wild in Canada, for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, caps and these other things. So... Uh, Marge said she found a lot more mushrooms, but there were a lot of bugs in them. Someone still eat that shit. That's extra protein. Delicacy. It's <laughs> a little bit crunchy, like sesame seeds. It all depends on the age of the mushrooms. Yeah, it's uh, wild mushrooms. Yeah, maggots or, or bugs. Oh yeah, not it's... then. Oh god. No, oh. I mean, but yeah, you can clean if you wash. You can clean them. They're, they're, <laughs> it's just a pain in the butt to do it, but you can do it. No, that's no, great. Be, yeah, so no, this no, is no, going to be a very interesting diary. It's going to be nice to see what them autos could do outdoors. Oh, right? yeah. Most definitely. Yeah, I'm really interested to see what the A472 does outdoors. Mm. Yeah. I'm, I'm waiting to see how many how many more stickers appear on that water, but... <laughs> well, I have, right now? I have a small selection of <laughs> fancy Dan stickers that are here and ready to go in the post to merge to help her bejazzle yeah. up her water tank. Uh-oh. Hope she didn't want to keep it plain because it's just not going to happen. Oh, no. It's, it's got very, nice. very nice. Very nice, Mike. Yeah. Keep a, up the good work, man. It's, it's a nice. great idea, though. Grow yourself some weed so you can bake yourself some whatever. Yeah. Yes. yeah. And it's much better with your own stuff. And too. then you can get baked on what you just baked. Yeah. I I had actually a question from somebody today about edibles. Um, it was more about how to locate them and things in the UK. Um, I don't know how to locate them in the UK. Uh, you but... just It's best not to because you can't do it legally. Yeah. And you don't want to get fucked over, man. You don't want to give them any ammunition whatsoever. If you want edibles no. in the UK, this make is, your own, man. Yeah. This is what I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah. Go over, yeah. go over onto Bite Me and ha- follow Marge here, and you will get unbelievable recipes. There you unbelievable. Go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So that is the best advice that I. Can but see, then, right, I, I can see why people would want to buy them. If they haven't got loads of trim and shit, mm-hmm. then they're going to have to go out and buy the bud anyway. So what's the point <laughs> of going out and buying the bud to turn it into edibles? Just wait a few months and you can <laughs> grow your own weed and then you can make your own, you come to Percy's, grow your, grow your own, will help you. And then go to Margie's site and yeah, she can yeah. help you turn it into edibles. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's like she says, farm to It's not edibles. super easy, but if you know the growers, sometimes you can make deals with them to like take their trim Helps them trim, yeah. take the trim in exchange, that kind of shit. It's it's yes. again, it's really hard if you don't already, if you're not in that kind of sphere and don't, you can't just be like, anybody need weed trimmed or you know, yell <laughs> out from the fucking streets. But that that's kind of an option if you have the ability to. So we were talking about that when we was making the dry ice. We right? were, yeah. We should we like just buy people's trim off them. It's it's just it's so dodgy in some parts of the world but i just fuck the nail i'm gonna be keeping on my trim i'm gonna be yeah. making edibles out of it yeah it's just dangerous to keep and you, you know when you got kids as well it's just you can't keep the trim in the freezer if you ain't got kids yeah man do it yeah, true. yeah i ain't got nobody say so nobody gives a fuck what's in my freezer i got 
fucking three pounds of trim downstairs in a plastic or a paper bag just sitting there. So dry ice, motherfucker. Yeah. Mm. I'm gonna do extraction because that's what I know. I'll piss yeah. off you. You haven't yeah. done that before, have you, TG? It's a new prospect. Yeah, new, to, new to TG. Bossman's holiday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, doing it for himself. It's new to TG. Yeah, man. So uh, let's uh, go over to Percy's, of course. We encourage everybody to make sure that are signed up to Percy's. And check out Marty's diary, man. Show us some encouragement. Drop some likes on the comments and things like that. Say yeah. hi. Let them know that you're watching. And we'll see what happens with the growth. Good luck, Marge. And good luck. Or else, like, I'll just say this shit about the, the recipes. Like, fuck her recipes are, you know, like... It would be on a TV show kind of shit. They're fucking good, man. They're not like my recipes. My re- I fucked up brownies. The other day, I forgot to put the water in it. You know, like there's three ingredients in the fucking box. Per mix and then, and I fucked that up. So, you know, don't listen to me, but listen put to me. <laughs> you, you could put it this way. Martha Stewart copies marriages recipes <laughs> she just takes Stop. the weed out of it. <laughs> no, I suppose she does put the weed in does she no <laughs> Martha Stewart needs a weed <laughs> she's old and frail let's go to the girl guides then let's, let's do this so as you all know today we are suffering like we're streaming from the fucking Sahara Desert or some shit. Oh, God. How warm is it, everybody, in, in your areas? Uh, I, I am... where, I'm, where I'm broadcasting from right now, you mean? Mm. Yeah, I'm going to check the temperature of this wall. <laughs> right 28 now. degrees in my back room. 33, I'm at. That's the wall, though. Well, I'm indoors, yeah. so I'm in 22 right now. I should the point the la- I'll point the laser thing at me and tell you how hot I actually am. Five point two, bro. Shit, I'm overheating. <laughs> Burning up, man. I'm gonna do it on my forehead. Don't get the laser in my eyes. Thirty-six on my ceiling in here. Holy fuck, boy. Thirty-six point five. Fuck. Jesus, Murphy. Thirty-one. Say we're all frying, man. And now the standard human temperature. Oh, maybe, 30, maybe 30, I don't 30, know. You can't measure yourself and think I'm fucking hot. <laughs> I'm so it's hot right now. Where I am, in fairness, it's only 34. 16 degrees here. <laughs> so, I got some evaporative cooling now. Nice. So this week, lads, we're going to be talking about the temperature in the grow room because in these these hot temperatures, obviously, it's going to be even hotter in the grow room. So we've got to talk about ways to keep that shit under control so the plants can grow happily. There's something that a lot of us are struggling with, I'm sure. But Monkey is the one with the hottest temperatures right now. What are you, are you sure about that? <laughs> probably, probably, mate. I yeah, pretty, pretty I, sure. I would say on a, on an average basis, if you, if you take my environment, yeah, I'm not, I have the, the most heat to deal with on an overall basis. Mm-hmm. What's your Fahrenheit at the minute, Monkey? At the minute, I wouldn't know. When I came in here outside, it was 98 Fahrenheit. Whoa. Right. Jay, Jay Bones Green in the chat, 109. Yeah, Whoa. it happens. That's, I think he's a little bit further west. So, yeah. When you get it. Wow. What know, the fuck is that? Like, fucking. Yeah, that happens. That's Arizona, like hell, man. Desert. New, New Mexico, Arizona, <laughs> Western Texas. Yeah. I, that. What are people doing that? Like, I went, I was in the Philippines. Drink lots of water. <laughs> but it's a dry yes. heat. Yeah. Oh, shit, man. No, I couldn't cope with that. I'd be dead. No, yeah, I mean, I 98's think. high enough for me. I mean, but so we, how also you have you, we also have humidity here to deal with, though, besides just that temperature. So, mm. so how are you dealing with your temps in the grow room, then, monkey? If you're well, that high I mean, up. 
this time of year, if I didn't no. have aircon in the building, which I do, um, there would be very little way that I could could do it. Because I mean, if I start, if I start at, at uh, 98 Fahrenheit, which should be about what 38. I mean, mm. if I turn once I turn my light on, I'm frying everything in there. I mean, there's no way I can get enough cold air in, or exchange air in there to keep the temperature mm -hmm. down. So here. If you don't have an aircon building, you're going to have real trouble, real trouble, like near impossible to do an indoor grow this time, yeah. this time of year. So aircon is my answer. Um, kind of a. Well, do you just say uh, like, what, 20 degrees or something? Well, mm. but I, I set my room to be what I want my light off, lights off temperature to be, because right. that's when my lights go off, all the cooling is all the air exchange is done. And I want my temperature to be, let's say I like. I've been I've been playing with like 74 Fahrenheit, which would be what about 23, 24, something like yeah, that. It's a good temp, man. It is. It, it, the plants seem to be happy. They they uh, they the, the leaves do what they're supposed to do at night. They kind of droop down. They relax. Everything seems happy. But yeah, that's how you have I have to work this building. Is that I set my my temperature to what the plants are comfortable at, and then the light the, the grow lights heat everything else back up. And so you you, you know with the aircon building, it's just a balance of how much airflow you have as to it's not, you know, once you get that balance, you don't even need ink birds or anything else to change anything. It's pretty much you're done. <clears throat> the problem is, though, for a lot of growers around the world, is aircon is expensive or hard to install. True. So sometimes the uh, piece of it needs to be installed outside of the house, or whatever, and then it goes through the wall. The air com comes onto the inside because you need a big one. You know, pipes just outside. Small. That's it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean the building that I'm in right now has three ton air conditioning in there right now. Damn. Um, so, I mean, yeah, it does. And it's one of the ones you talk about it. Yes, it was built into the, into the building. It's part of the construction. All the piping mm. and, and ducting is all built into the attics and everything else. Yes. So aircon air isn't an option for some people. Yeah. Unfortunately. We, there is other ways to reduce the temperatures as well, like bringing in the fresh air and shit. TG, you want to take that away? You want to talk about some of that stuff? Yeah, man, for sure. I kind of deal with this in the summer, at least. Um, maybe not quite as hot as monkey. Monkey lives on the surface of the fucking sun. I think yeah. it's like it sometimes, man. In the depths of hell. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Yeah, uh, it does get pretty warm here in Saskatchewan, and especially if you live in a house like mine that's not exactly the most uh, insulated. Um, sometimes, uh, and more importantly, I don't have AC. So, mm -hmm. yeah, in the in the summer, like it is right now, you know. The, the sun bakes the house and it, it just traps the heat in. So I, I deal with, you know, basement temperatures of, of well, in, in tent temperature, sometimes of, of up to 30, mid 30s, if I don't actually fucking mitigate that. And a lot of the, the ways that I do it are either, you know, you plan, a good way to do it is plan your lights. So at the hottest part of the day, when, when you have your hottest point in the house, it might not necessarily be right when the sun is at its peak, but a little bit later after the, the house is able to cook up like an oven, mm -hmm. have your lights off, you know, don't run your lights at your hottest point, have them come on when it's cooler to try and kind of balance that out. Same goes for in the winter, if it's too cold, you know, run it when it's really cold and when it's warmer, yeah, uh, don't yeah. run it kind of thing. Um, yeah, I guess other ways is, you know, make sure you have proper extraction. Um, if you don't have uh, enough airflow, that's a fucking issue because heat in the tents, it builds up so fast as long with humidity. So um, proper airflow is definitely, you know, maybe get a little bit more than you need kind of thing. Um, 
if you're in a room, like I grow in my basement, so it's semi-enclosed. I can pretty much control the environment in, in the room specifically. Um, and right now we've had a lot of, like, for example, we've had a lot of rain. So it's been really humid down there and I've been trying to dry. So I've been running my dehumidifier. Hmm. What I should have bought was one of those portable air conditioners because that basically is a dehumidifier. There's some that you can get. That you can yeah, it's just both on it, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I would run that in really only in excessively hot days because it's fucking expensive to run those things. But mm -hmm. um, if you can control the environment around your tent, not necessarily in your tent, that's that's a really good way to control it in your tent too for, via the intake because yeah. if the ambient air, air is 30 degrees, you know, there's not much you can fucking do, uh, especially with lights on and, and other mm -hmm. things inside your tent. So that's it. Air yeah. is the only option at that point, isn't it? Yeah, really. I mean, you, there's a lot of guys I know that just don't grow in the summer for reasons, you know, it's just, yeah, I have a hard time drying. Like I just finished drying some skunk and thank God it was cooler this last week, but I've dried stuff when it was 25 in my basement, like an athlete. And it was just, I mean, it dried and it worked, but it was just mm -hmm. fucking poor ass weed. And it's, yeah, chlorophyll traps in it and shit. Yeah. There's not much you can do though. So yeah. There's other ways as well, you know, you've got the aircon and you've got the fans and the extraction, but yeah. to be efficient, you want to be able to keep the heat out by having the grow room well insulated as well, to, you know, yeah. and that'll keep the coldness in and keep the hotness out if that's what you want. GB's got... Works both ways. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's how I control. Now we don't have to, we don't have to deal with so much in the the heat aspect. Mm. Um, it's more trying to keep the heat in, but insulation is crucial. I find as well for if you're growing in hot climates because you are you keep your inside your your area has to be kind of perfect if your temperatures are fucking way higher than what they should be inside, your insulation will form the same barrier. It does the exact same concept mm -hmm. of keeping the heat out as it does keeping the heat in. Mm -hmm. um, rock wool, well, it is good. But if you, it depends what way you are growing. If you're in, in a house and things, you're all right. But if you grow in an outhouse or if you grow in a, a building that's just not air, airtight, what I would recommend to do would be build a kind of a box, build a box around your tent mm -hmm. and in that stick in some rock wool insulation, mm -hmm. rock wool insulation in between and then some air. It's like a tin foil, but it's got like our serious, like mylar bubble wrap. It's like bubble wrap. Bubble wrap. Mylar yeah, bubble wrap. Like a mylar bubble wrap. Wrap that around the inside then. And that keeps your tent perfect. Yeah, that silver, absolutely perfect. Silver bubble wrap is it? That looked pretty, like pretty good stuff. Is it expensive though? Yeah, man. I, I use it on um. I I made it. It's not even. It depends where you go. Okay. If you go to the likes of say B and Q or Woody's or things like that, these kind of like big chains over in the UK and Ireland, they are gonna rob you blind. Go into a hardware store into a proper like yeah, a, yeah. a proper hardware builders providers and you pick them up for about half the price of what they they charge you even quarter of the price and um, you can get a good roll for about 20 quid like that'll be uh, about a meter by five meters mr west said there if you're building a grow box you might as well skip the tent no 
So not necessarily because you're trying to get that, exactly. thick, that thick wall around the grow You're building room. a lung room is what mm. you're building, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah but you don't, to, be, to be fair, you, won't, you wouldn't actually need a tent. You don't need the tent either. Mm. I use the tent just because it gives you that extra bit of an airtight seal. Yeah, and they're built mm. for growing in, man. And reflective they walls. Exactly it just makes everything yeah. so much easier. You yeah, gotta no, make sure that shit's like fucking sealed properly and stuff. Yeah. Too, you know, so that's why I use my tent. That's why I use the tent as well. And that's why I know a lot of other people do it because unless you're a fucking master builder or you're really, really, really good with your hands, you might only be able to kibosh the same shit that I put together. I don't know, man. I watched Art Attack a lot when I was a kid. <laughs> and all yeah. you need really is a little bit of PVA glue, bro. If you get to the end of the year. Your shit and your tent's got like light leaks, just try a bloody blanket over it, job done. Yeah, you can yeah. buy foil tape and tape the inside too, right? That's yeah, they, most tape. tents send a little roll with it. So, so yeah, insulation yeah, is always a good option. You can buy grow tents as well that are well insulated. You know, when you go for the big guys that got rid of grow tents in, they'll have thicker walls that are better insulated for problems yeah, yeah. like this. But having that extra insulation also does help. So yeah. so far we have Aircon, if you can, that's going to be your best option because you're going to have so much more control over the environment there. But, but the most expensive they're expensive oh, and yeah. hard to install. Yeah, and then uh, increase the extraction. Try and draw cool air from somewhere into your tent and extract warm air out of your tent. And also extra insulation to try and maintain the environment without the ambient air getting in through the side of the tent and things like that. That will also help. But if you can't do any of that. It, the, the preferred temperature you want to grow at is about 26 to 28 degrees. Most strains seem happy around there. It will differ depending a little on which strain it is. Some prefer it a little hotter, some like a little cooler. But ZN last year, it, in last summertime, was growing in ridiculously high temps and everything worked out all right, right, ZN? Yeah. Um, I, I, kind, I kind of figured it out. I mean, the, the, the majority of the time it was like 35 degrees but at a couple of stages when we did get like a really hot day it went up to 43 wow. and i was looking in there thinking these are all oh, going to die yeah no these but are dead <laughs> the, the, the thing is right with plants I, I think if they're high if they're if they're started in high temperatures and they get used to high temperatures mm-hmm. early on it doesn't affect them as much because well, i didn't have as much problems as i thought i was going to have and still got some really nice weed out of it um, it makes sense. Oh, in in the wild, they harden off. Plants don't they? will will grow to. They do. They will, adapt. Will grow in these heats and adapt mm. to it. So there mm-hmm. is absolutely no reason why. It's only if mm-hmm. you're growing at a normal temperature and yeah, then, and all, then of all of a sudden it jumps yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. twenty degrees yeah, in the yeah. space yeah. of like that's going to stress yeah. That's all about, It's all about there the plant a... being able to breathe. That's the thing. When yeah. it gets too hot, it's not able to breathe, and humidity makes a difference as well. So if it's yes. hot and humid, the plant yeah. won't be able to yes. breathe, and then there's a problem. If you can well, keep that's... the extraction at the right level, so you keep the humidity down as well, you, mm-hmm. you'll that's have less. What I wanted... um, sorry, yeah, yeah that's what I wanted to segue into. Um, we haven't mentioned it yet, but I'm sure there's a lot of people thinking it. Vapor pressure deficit chart, VPD. Absolutely, VPD. Um, it's, you know, everybody's seen the orange and the yellow and the green with the curve in the middle. Um, maybe you look at it and you're like, what the fuck? But it's, it's a super simple. It's a basically on, you have your X and Y axis. Mm-hmm. Across the top, usually, or the bottom is your humidity. And across mm-hmm. the side is your temperature. And if you take whatever temperature you have and follow it across, you want to have your VPD at approximately one 
Um, it's different for flower versus veg, you know, a little bit, but between yeah. one and yeah. one and a half is, is pretty fucking mint. Like that's where you want to be. So if you like zombie was just saying 43, he was growing at, if he was able to, um, have his humidity at apparently 78 to 80%, that would be just fine. Optimal mm -hmm. conditions. It would be growing like it would awesome. However, it's hard to maintain an 80% humidity. And with an 80% humidity, you run with so, run into so many other problems too. So yeah. it's not super ideal, right? Yeah, yeah. So, but this chart, I mean, you can use it to like kind of dial in where you want to be versus your, whatever conditions you're dealing with. If, you, if you're able to control them, then this is kind of, you know, you, you can just stick it right on the 24 degrees and the 50% humidity and, and call it a day. But if you're like me, where you fluctuate between seasons and between fucking rainstorm events um this this can be helpful to try and like really nail down or at least allow your plant what, what your plant's doing is that you're opening and closing your stomata and the stomata are the holes in the bottom of the leaves that breathe essentially they let yeah, all the, the gas yeah. the pores pretty much and it's the pores. yeah and they only they can only open so much and breathe so much and if you if you fucking just like max that out it kind of like it they don't do it very well and it gets less efficient as, as it goes right mm -hmm. and the same with the other way too when they get closed so there is that that perfect condition so bpd charts are definitely worth checking out they're not like fucking you know a lot of people say if you don't look at vpg charts you're a fucking idiot or whatever like not true <laughs> at all right. i i don't use them very often but um you know they are there and they're very they are useful so we'll keep that in mind Yes, man. So Humidity. don't stress if your shit's getting too hot, man. Everything will be all right, you know? Yeah. Gonna, we had a question I'm, at the forum the other, uh, just I think it was yesterday or something like this. Somebody was concerned about rising EC in cocoa in the hot, hot temperatures because the plant's drinking so much. And so, mm -hmm. you know, hot temperatures, you, your plants are going to drink more of water and more. Maybe yeah. maybe mm. if in, in cocoa, fertigate more frequently or something like yeah. that. Yeah. They Love the EC drink. feed more often. Yeah, exactly. So, and we have a question from Chilbert there in the chat, we should quickly cover before we carry on. Uh, you have to go away for a few days when the temps are high, mm -hmm. you're growing soil. How can you water your plants easily when you are away? I think we had an episode on automated water, watering the system, right? Yeah. Um, I know I, yeah. I use an auto watering system all the time. Twisted does as well. I think several mm -hmm. people at the forum do. Yeah, you just, just bring a bucket up with timers and pipes on there. Good. Yeah, and there's even a few uh, off-the-shelf ones at Amazon. I don't know how well they work, but yeah, they're up there. I, lots of I have check them out. Auto water. Right? I I have seen for soil. There's kind of like these bottle things that you screw on oh, and yeah. kind of just sit them in the soil, mm -hmm. and it will slowly, slowly take it in. Yeah. Um, it works really well with soil cocoa. Well, you've yeah, got the. Uh... What's the carrots? Uh, come on, uh, I should know that one. The, the slow release watering system that uses the carrots. Yeah, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brain lock. You know, after too many too many uh, bowls, I can't remember the name of it though. But yeah, blue mat, blue mat. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's oh. one also an option right there. Yeah, yeah. And it works well in soil because it, you can set the uh, the release rate on those. Yeah, man. So if you are having problems with temperatures and you do. Uh, and you have some questions that you need us to answer, pop over to Percy's and stick them in that new Q&A section. Yeah. Test it out. Have a look. It's very nice. Mm -hmm. uh, we should move on to the interview now. We get running out of time. Uh, my own personally enforced time limits. <laughs> <laughs> Could you broke your own time limit? Here's the interview.
thanks for joining us, man. Hey, you're welcome. I'm pleased to be here. Yeah, it's been difficult to get hold of you, you know. You're a busy guy. Yeah, busy man. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> anyway, guy, you want to tell the listeners who you are and where you come from? Uh, yeah, I'm, well, I'm a Geordie originally, so I'm from uh, Newcastle. Um, lived there most of my life, but moved down to the southwest about 10 years ago, down to Devon. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm, a, I'm a Devonshire lad now. Uh, well, still a Geordie, of course, but no, I love it down here. Really a Geordie cool. at heart, of course. Yeah, yeah. So you're you in the hemp think tank as well. We see uh, you're the, yeah, the chairman. Uh, yeah, I'm the chairman of Hemp Tank, which is the UK's think tank for the hemp industry. So I'm an environmentalist at heart, um, and I'm really into all the different technology, you know, graphene technology for batteries, Ooh. solar panels, mm-hmm. biofuels. Uh, I believe we can really save the planet with, with the plant. Uh, I've, I've been training myself not to use the word hemp, but use cannabis instead. It's all mm-hmm. the same plant, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, uh, yeah, so uh, I do that, um, although it's uh, on the back burner a bit, really, because I'm focusing most of my energy on Seed Our Future campaign, mm-hmm. uh, which is more about trying to get cannabis completely removed from the Misuse of Drugs Act uh, and potentially globally. Um, you know, I think the, the work and the science and the, the research that we've done that proves without a shadow of a doubt that the laws are illegal globally, especially mm-hmm. um, the, the 1961 convention on narcotics drugs uh you know that was all based on lies ideology and racism mm-hmm. uh, and if we can sort of get a set, set a president hopefully here in the uk soon uh hopefully that can be replicated in all the places where it is still prohibited that's right. and there's a lot of work being done right now because we we initially heard about you from uh trev coleman yeah we've had trev on the show and phil monk has been on the show simp has been on the show and they're all affiliated and uh phil bevington as well who are yeah. all affiliates of CW Future. Yeah. yeah no, well, Phil Anthony Bevington, so he's... <laughs> uh, we're on first name terms, you see, me, me and Tony. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, you know, all good guys, man, all fighting hard for the good cause, you know? Yeah, we've got to do it. Yeah, you seem to be at the, like, the head of the organisation, though. They all look up um, to you highly, you know? I'm the chairman of Seed Our Future. I kind of set it up. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, uh, we were using um, Trev's, what I like to call Trev's law, um, as the sort of basis on our reports, uh, looking at the illegality of the laws. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, we, we all work together as a team and um, yeah, just uh, do our best to try and change things. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I think I'm, I'm really excited as well about what Outlaw's doing at the moment. I oh, yeah. Know, uh, uh, that document is released recently. It's fucking epic man he's actually like doing it you know (laughs) yeah yeah. i mean that's it the judicial review you know class action lawsuit uh bringing out a legal firm that will support everybody in the uk Mm -hmm. with any uh, with any convictions um i think you know because he's focusing so much on that um i'm putting a lot of effort in the minute into the driving um legislation Mm. so the 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 road traffic act uh where if you're caught with THC in your system, which anybody who's a regular user is always going to be over that two micrograms per litre. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if they get pulled by the police and get swabbed and then uh, a blood test is taken, uh, they're going to lose their licence for a year, get a fine. And it's just, you know, there's no proof of impairment. It's not a fair and impar- impartial trial. No, um, to lose your licence for a year as well. It's yeah, massive. It, some people, some people, you know, their jobs rely on them. On their exactly. license yeah but then then with that you, you're down as a drug user mm-hmm. on your insurance but what about how, how many drivers are there on benzodiazepines on well, mm-hmm. yes but you know they're, they're okay they call that sponsored <laughs> yeah because yeah, those are white pills that were made from white powder right mm. yeah. 
But if you actually look at the statistics, um, about 94% of all road traffic acts that cause injury had nothing to do with drink or uh, narcotics. Um, about 5% alcohol related and about 1% drugs. And I'm guessing it's probably 0.0000% um, for cannabis. Yeah. And I'd say it's about 30% lack of sleep. Yeah. So, uh, do we make it illegal to drive your car when you're tired? You know? <laughs> That's it. Yeah. It's, it's a, everyone's individual responsibility to not get behind mm-hmm. the wheel if they're impaired. Definitely. It doesn't matter what, you're, what you've been taking, what music you're playing, how tired you are. Mm-hmm. Um, the green you know. Yep. Yeah. That's Two right. milligrams is a bit, bit much as well, isn't it, really? I mean, 35 milligrams you're allowed with alcohol. Why is it only two milligrams with THC? It's two micrograms per litre, which is tiny. If you, if you look at the, the alcohol uh, section, it's uh, 36 micrograms per 100 mil. Yeah. And that's the equivalent to about two pints of beer. Mm. Uh, so it's legal to drink and drive in this country. You can have up to two pints. Oops, I drive. would be yeah. fucking smashed after two pints, yeah, man. And so would yeah. my car, you know. <laughs> okay. yeah. but, but with alcohol, it's, it's, a, it's a per se zero tolerance approach. And it, the, the research that recently came out of the States in 2017 uh, showed that all cannabis-related uh, incidents were well below what the legal limit is for alcohol. Yes. So it's really unjust, you know. Mm-hmm. There's been there's been studies as well that say people are, are slightly better drivers yeah. when they're on cannabis. Yeah, <laughs> come on, somebody look at these, please. Yeah, yeah, they, they tend to drive slower. They have yeah. more take more care. More careful drivers. Yeah, yeah, it turns it turns you into a law-abiding citizen. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> we are. <laughs> so what what are you, what is your plan? You're getting all the studies together and presenting it to a government body or something. Yeah, so um, I'm putting together a report, which I'm hoping to have together in the next week or two, uh, and I'm going to send that to the Secretary of State for Transport, um, give him 28 days to respond. Um, If he doesn't respond, then I'm going to be looking at legal action. I'm planning on maybe doing a a class action lawsuit against the Department of Transport, uh, getting thousands of drivers who have been affected by this to all take them to court at the same time. Um, similar to what outlaws doing for the for the uh, yeah. personal possession. You no, know, you guys do not fuck around, man. <laughs> just, <laughs> just taking them all to court is it's epic. It's, it's the only way to do it, really. Oh, mm-hmm. The laws there for a reason, isn't yeah. it? Not everybody's right, like uh, exempt from it. Playing them at their own game. Yeah, absolutely. We've had fifty years of this war on cannabis, and it's not a war on cannabis; it's a war on people. Yeah, it's, it's terrorism. It actually fits the legal definition of terrorism. Perfectly. It does indeed. It does indeed. <laughs> I have to agree with that. Yes, big time. So yeah, I don't know where it's going to go. You know, we've just got to try it. Uh, yeah, but as long as plenty of people like you guys and Outlaw as well doing doing his thing. Mm-hmm. Do you have much contact with Outlaw? Are you involved in the case? Yeah. You know, I'm, I mean, he's doing his thing. I'm doing my thing. But we do. We, we normally have a Zoom meeting uh, on about a weekly basis. I spoke cool. to him a couple cool. of days ago. Um, and he he's really likes what I'm doing. I like what he's doing, and we kind of throw ideas around. Um, awesome. he, when when I finish this report for the Secretary of State for Transport, he said he's going to pass that to his solicitors to look it over for me. Um, so uh, yeah, we do. You know, we've got a, a good working relationship. And there's so many people doing good things in the UK right now. How long do you think before we're legalised recreationally? <sighs> I. I think we'll have some form of decriminalization this year. Yeah. 
Yeah. What, um, what do you mean by some form like uh, because we essentially have that already, right? A small amount of cannabis is not really an arrestable offence. Well, it depends on the officer who arrests. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Um, you know, I think you know with what Outlaw is doing with this legal um, firm that he's setting up, any officer soon who arrests anybody for personal possession or cultivation um, is going to end up in a civil court personally. So the legend. So I think once that spreads throughout the force, um, you know, they're, they're going to be very apprehensive about anything cannabis. They're just going to leave people alone, I'm hoping. So we could almost create some sort of de facto decriminalization where the police won't enforce it. <laughs> that kind of gives the, the government a bit of a, you know, a bit of a fuck you. Like, you know, where are you going to go now? You've got nobody you to enforce it on. He's They're smoking have, weed uh, over there. Oh, don't, don't touch him, man. Did you not hear what happened to Phil? Fuck. <laughs> 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 Shit, man. That's good news, that is. You know, yeah, yeah. you go through different phases here in the UK because it, it looks promising at some points and then you hear mm. Boris say shit where it's like, oh, maybe it's not going to happen. You know, Boris yeah. talks out of his ass all the time, though, doesn't it? So yeah. I'd say that with a pinch of salt. But he's still in charge. So if he says no, you know. Just. Yeah, well, pretending to be. Mm. Yeah, we need to get rid of that dictator and Most get rid definitely. of the totalitarian state and mm -hmm. go back to, uh, well, what you call a democracy, but that's really just a, an illusion of freedom, isn't it? Yeah. Is home growth going to be involved with the, you, do, you know, when uh, you're talking about decriminalisation to some extent, do you think home growth is going to be allowed in that or do you think that's always going to be a problem? Yeah, it's got to be. I mean, that, that's why we're, we're not going particularly for, we're certainly not going for legalisation, which you've already got a form of. We don't particularly want decriminalisation because that still puts it into the hands of big pharma and the big corporations. Right. What we want is descheduling. So in other words, cannabis being completely removed from the Misuse of Drugs Act. Um, so it's re-legalisation, if you like. So mm -hmm. people should be able to grow at home. Um, you know, the same as brewers' rights. You know, you can have an apple tree in your garden and make your own cider. Uh -huh. But illegal. It should right. be the same for cannabis. It, so of it course, there should be some education for people on how to grow correctly. Um, I'd like to even see the government actually um, give some sort of tax relief on grow, grow equipment so that um, yeah, it that actually good. is more That'd affordable. That would really mm. be neat. Um, yeah, it just needs to be completely, you know. Yeah, it needs to be like a tomato plant. That's all it yeah. basically is. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing you put in your garden in the summertime. Absolutely. Yeah. I ain't put no tomato plant in my garden. I ain't <laughs> wasting gross space on anything but cannabis. <laughs> You're missing some mighty fine tomatoes, my man. Yeah, I know. I know. Well, my dogs will eat them or something, you know. Yeah. I had a nice blueberry bush in my back garden before, and then I got a puppy, and he decided to tear it up. Mm. Yeah. Oh, that's not good. Blueberries are lovely. I've got yeah. about 40, 12-year-old blueberry bushes. Oh, nice. Uh, they must be massive. Yeah. Yeah, yeah blueberries then. Yeah, it's for the um, birds I do it for. <laughs> <laughs> I've got two cherry trees. Mm. I love cherries, man. I love like so do the birds. Straight off the street. Strickle yeah, bearing yeah. days. <laughs> but you know, my neighbor said before, you know, why don't you put a net over it to stop me eating the grapes? And I'm like, well, I can go down Sainsbury's and get myself some grapes. The birds can't, man. So if they need grapes, they can eat them grapes and I'll get mine from Sainsbury's, you know. <laughs> I think yeah. it's a nice philosophy to have. <laughs> absolutely yeah you've got to do that and look after nature as well um i've set up what's called an agroforestry project which mm. is um it's like a forest garden it's a like edible garden so you have your fruit and nut trees and then your fruit bushes and perennial vegetables and herbs on the ground floor 
That's uh, like it's it all works together. It's its own system. And it's like a community project or something. Sorry? A community project. Or no, no, I've, I've, I've got some land, uh, about seven acres. Um, so, uh, yeah. I, I'm, Lots of space to play with. Nice. Of, yeah, doing all sorts of different projects on the land. And, um, mm. yeah, so I suppose with that much land, you're waiting until they're like, okay, you can grow now, <laughs> and then you're going to be planting thousands of seeds around the place. Is that uh, something you'd want to do in the future? Who said anything about waiting? <laughs> Fair play. Yeah. It's, a, it's only him. In that. You know, what's the point of having seven acres of land if you're not, you're not using it properly, right? Yeah, nice. grow everything that's useful, everything mm. that's natural. Yes. Do you do that's any fine, indoor right? growing? Do you grow your own? Uh, no, not the way I live. I live off grid, so uh, mm. like all, all my electric solar. So um, it'd be a, a, bit, a bit, bit tight on um, the yeah, electric. It'd be a bit of a pull, wouldn't it? Yeah. So the electricity you're running on now to have this Zoom call is done by, uh, through solar. No, I'm actually in my office at the minute. I've got no <laughs> okay. So I, I get no, I get no signal uh, where I am. So okay, okay. That would have been Mackie awesome. doing his world warrior bit there. <laughs> we're saving the world one soon call at a time bro <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's good because you can see as well uh, the whole cannabis movement is becoming more economically friendly and being more aware of how they're growing and the impact they're having on the environment as well they're more out there as well mm. yeah i mean that, that would be good if, if we got deregulation as well people be able to grow outdoors organically mm. mm-hmm. um, the garden and not worry about the neighbors dobbing them yeah. in yeah yeah Make sure you fucking you want to get um the, what's them stock options on on grow lighting when that happens. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people are not going to be growing up with grow lights anymore, man. If people had the option to grow outdoors, they'd take it. I think natural with the sunlight and everything, it, it works pretty good. Yeah, sun grown, man. It certainly does. The yeah. way in the natural earth with the natural microbes. It's just... Yeah, yeah. I'm very much into mycology as well, so I think you know, having mycelium and everything. Mm. That works really good. So when it comes to seed our future, do you, do you do a lot of work with them? Obviously, you run it, but are you busy doing your your driving act thing more than the seed our future? Um, well, it's, it's all part of it. I mean, seed our future right. is a, a campaign group, um, and you know we're trying to hit the government from all angles, put place pressure mm, from yeah. everywhere. Yeah, nice. People forget about the driving thing, you know. Mm. And I'm supporting several people at the minute in court as an expert witness. Okay. Um, so I'm actually traveling around the country, going to these court cases, trying to get people off um, um, who have like had a medical condition but haven't been able to afford the prescription because if they've got a prescription, mm-hmm. they've got a medical defense. But if they right. can't afford it because you can only get it privately, then that's financial and medical discrimination. Yes, yes. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to push to the courts. And uh, So you're involved in court cases. Have you had previous ones where you've, you've uh, been successful? Not yet. It's still uh, early days. Although Steve Skipper Harrison, who's mm-hmm. uh, he's uh, he's got a court case tomorrow in Northern Ireland, which is really interesting. So uh, we're hoping for a win there. Uh, Steve's been putting a hell of a lot of work into that. Um, yeah, I see him up on Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's actually got um, a, a position as a McKenzie friend, which is like um, somebody who can actually represent uh, the, the defendant. And he's Ooh. got the opportunity to speak for 20 minutes. So he's doing a presentation to the court, cool. um, going into all the history of prohibition and how mm. it's illegal. And hopefully if that, if that takes and the, the judge is okay, then uh, that could set a precedent in law. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's the important thing. And it, once it's passed, once there's yeah. precedent to refer to. 
Yeah, yeah. But you just don't know. I mean, the, the judicial system's just as corrupt as the, mm-hmm. the, the government, really. Yeah, so, the political system, yeah. Yeah, and it takes so long to go through these processes because they keep delaying and putting it back and, you know, it can go on for years, these things. So mm-hmm. It's um, like I with hope, Trev's case. Yeah, I mean, that seems to be on standby at the minute. And, yeah, because uh, so of the course, COVID, I suppose. Going for Trev is quite amusing because... Uh, uh, Trev will be uh, pretty awesome in, in court, I think. Mm-hmm. He's <laughs> yeah. been yeah. waiting for this battle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's been standing on the front line for a long time, just waiting yeah. for that whistle. And it came. Yeah. You know, And now he's off, man. I hope he does well. I hope it works out for him. And yeah. it should do um, eventually. You know, If you look at what's happened in the States and other countries that have legalised, people who have been persecuted in the past seem to you know, get some compensation for their yeah. problems. It depends yeah. where you are on that, though, now. Mm-hmm. You know? But because it's been done, if we just fight for it, that's it. We you should be fight. able to get it. Yeah. The biggest thing we need right now is unity. We need enough people to come together from the mm-hmm. community to all stand side by side and fight this. Do you this find that the community is growing, though? Sorry? Do you find the community is growing? The community is growing. I think the awareness is changing um, and more people are coming on board. But I think there's still that fear of mm-hmm. you know being online and saying that you're... <laughs> pro cannabis and yeah. you know i think it, it we, we need you know trying to get people to actually you know if they get arrested for possession or whatever uh to actually challenge the charges and to not accept a caution or an arrest and actually you know be litigant in person which means represent yourself in court is a very okay. scary thing to do um and you know what people don't seem to grasp is that if enough people did that at the same time the court system's at its breaking point at the minute so yeah. everybody who got arrested for anything cannabis related all challenged the charges at the same time, it would collapse the entire judicial system. Okay, so let, let's let's say, for example, one of our listeners in the UK is arrested today for a small amount of cannabis. Yeah. What do they do? They don't accept uh, a caution or a community order or an arrest or anything like that. Um, and then they can contact us. How do you not accept it, though? Because obviously the police are going to force it on you anyway. Yeah, I mean, you, you just say you're not accepting the charges. Right. And, and that, you know, you're going you're gonna to fight it in court. Um, okay. And basically say as little as possible if you are arrested. Uh, if you're in an interview and they ask you to sign that interview or sign any paperwork, uh, write under duress in capital letters above your name. Um, okay. So it can't be used against you. And basically, yeah, um, I mean, I think, you know, in 10 days time, this new legal firm that Outlaw is uh, bringing out will be available 24-7 for anybody in that situation. Mm-hmm. So they'll be able to contact the number and they'll, they, I think he's got over a thousand solicitors around the country. Yeah. So so there's only a week to go, really, until that stage. Um, we're about to bring out a, a card, uh, yeah, another card. <laughs> uh, this one's a little bit different. It's called Fact Card. It's something myself, Phil Monk, and Colin uh, Craig from Scotland have been working on, mm. and it's, uh, we're hoping to launch that next week. And what it basically is, it's using our sort of defence um, and WTU's defence. Um, so it's it's going to be a, a card that's going to be downloadable on on their website. So it's going to be a Fact Card website. Um, so anybody can print it out who doesn't have any money um, and put that in their wallet. If they get stopped by the police, they pass that to the officer and it basically asks them if they're working under their attestation, which is like their oath. Mm-hmm. Um, 
also that you know it's a breach of human rights that they may end up in a civil court all this sort of thing and it gives them the opportunity to do their due diligence which they have to do by law so there'll be a qr code on the card that they can just click with their phone and that will take them to the website to all the information mm -hmm. so really they should do their due diligence to check that the the arrest is legal yeah and if they don't do that then they'll end up in court themselves um, we're, we're going to have the, the card accessible to be able to buy the cost price as well, like for a donation, covering mm. cost price, and that's going to be a hundred percent hemp card. So nice. it's going to be a, a cannabis canna card sort of thing. See. <laughs> <laughs> so we're hoping that's going to help people. Um, you know, we've got a bit of, uh, you know, I think um, we'll probably have a link to Outlaws um, uh, Legal Service on the website as well. Mm -hmm. We've got that confirmed with Outlaw. Um, so yeah, hopefully it'll just give people a bit more confidence, a bit more support, you know, if they are approached by the police or they come and kick the door in or something, they've, they've got this card in their wallet, you know, they, they, they know what to do. Mm -hmm. We've been wanting to get Outlaw on the show for a while, but he's very busy, obviously. Yeah, he's, <laughs> yeah, he, yeah, he's, a, he's a busy man. Yeah. yeah, but he's doing great work, man, and so are you. Thanks. Everybody's just doing some, some epic work, and we, we just sit here and do our podcast and hide behind our avatars. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, ed education is key, and getting the word out is massively important. Yeah. What you guys do, do is brilliant. Yeah, thanks, man. We do what we can, but we will be doing more in the future. Mm. Sure. We're, we're going to this uh, Product Earth Expo. Are you going? Yeah, I'll be there. Cool. Well, we'll see you there then, and then we, we won't have avatars then. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'd be nice to actually see your faces. Yeah, man. I'll be doing a talk at some point, I think. Yeah, uh, I would be. Have you been to Product Earth before? No, I haven't. Oh, we, we were going to go the last time it was on, but something happened and we decided against it. Oh, right. right. What a shame. The one in 2019, that was the only one I went to yeah. two years ago. Yeah, you... and I've got to say, it was the best uh, cannabis event I've been to. It was absolutely Sweet. awesome. I think because you've got the camping and it's almost like a festival and live music yeah, 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 yeah. and then all, all the places to walk around and it, it weed everywhere. Nice. <laughs> Everybody's stoned and loving it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely worth going. Um, so where can our listeners go to find out more about you, Guy, and see our future and the um, Think Tank? Yeah, well, we've got the, we've got the websites for both. So uh, the website for Hemp Tank is just hemptank.co.uk. Uh, seedourfuture.co.uk for the Seed Our Future website and we've got um, Facebook groups, Instagram uh, for both so uh, yeah just look us up online Awesome uh, man yeah. the, 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 the Facebook group for Seed Our Future is pretty cool, we've got about just over 3.1 thousand people I think in it. Yeah. Sweet. Uh, but yeah that, that's the best way to sort of keep updates on what's happening mm -hmm. um, but yeah the, the website has all, there's a news tab and that has loads of all the all our documents and what's going on and um, articles and blogs and things. Yeah, man. It's a good site and good people involved, you know, Trev and Phil, yeah. and Simpa, all good guys, man. Yeah, all yeah, fighting gotta, a good fight, you know. You've got to have a good team. Mm -hmm. Makes mm. a big difference. And are you, is Trev coming to the expo as well? Um, I'm not sure as yet. Mm. Uh, and there's yeah. going to be some big session going on if everybody shows up, you know. <laughs> like, loads of our guests are showing up, loads of our listeners are showing up. It's going to be a sweet event, this is. It, it was really good, yeah. I think the only thing I saw was uh, one ambulance came, uh, and that was for somebody who overdid the medibles. 
as normal, yes. As normal. <laughs> um, Time is moving really slowly. <laughs> yeah. No, it's more like, this ain't doing shit. Let's have another one. Exactly. <laughs> Two hours later, I'm on the floor, flailing. <laughs> and everybody's standing around laughing at him. Exactly. <laughs> oh, you're going to be all right. You're going to be fine. <laughs> and, uh, I think apart from that, everything was uh, spot on. The weather was beautiful as well. So hopefully, yeah. you know, August should be nice. Yeah, we want to try and get an indoor stall just in case. Yeah. You know. And then air conditioning as well. You know, you got to love modern technology. <laughs> <laughs> Standing outside in the heat, getting no. high. No, no, no. No, not for me. Yeah, man. So I know you're a very busy guy. So thank you for joining us, man. I know it's been difficult to get you on, but finally you're here. And it's been <laughs> awesome as expected. So anytime you want to join us again, just let us know if you've got any big events coming up or anything yeah. that you want to get out there to the listeners. You're always welcome to come join us, mate. Brilliant. Yeah, thank you very much. No, really, thanks for having me on. Sorry for me taking so long to get back to you. I know, it's all good. We, we understand. Mate, look at all the no, shit you're no. doing, man. You do your thing. And then if you've got time for us, that's cool. But yeah, if cool. you have to go keep fighting on the front line, man, you go fight on the front line. You do your thing. Absolutely. You know? <laughs> yeah. Cool. All right. Well, yeah, uh, to be, be continued. Yes, man. We'll yes, see you in August. Definitely. Yes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. Thanks, guys. We'll awesome. see you soon, man. All right. Peace Bye. Bye. Peace. All right, guys. Bye. Cheers. I'm waving. <laughs> Always. <laughs> Always <No> waving. <laughs>
and no warrant shall issue but upon probable cause supported by oath or affirmation and particularly describing the place to be searched and the persons or things seized which basically means it's your right that your bag or effects cannot be taken away from the police and if the cop is asking to search it they don't have the right to search it mm. and nothing you own is a reason to search it so, so Boy, if I'm walking time. around in my Mars Hydro smell-proof bag <laughs> in public, past a <laughs> police officer, he has no right to say, "What are you carrying in that bag?" Yeah. It's marked Mars Hydro, and it's obviously and I, is built to be smell bag, mate. I will follow that with, "I am not a lawyer, and don't take this as legal <laughs> advice in any way, shape, or form." But. That's what the card says that I got with my weed bag. So yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> well, to be fair, if I've got weed on me, I'm diving through a hedge and running off like a motherfucker. Yeah, <laughs> you I'm ain't getting mine, mate. Thing. I don't care yeah. what your uniform is. That'd be worth buying a police costume just to see that. Yeah, just stand yeah. down the road. I mean, there he is. There he is. Quick jump out on him. No, nah, no, nah, that wouldn't work, mate. I could spot coppers from 100 yards. Yeah, best just to avoid the situation altogether. Indeed, indeed. You're just trying to avoid getting yourself in this shit. Conspicuous, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And if you do like get yourself into that, uh, like what's it? Then obviously take the piss and put your phone on so we can see it. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, to be fair, even like... when I'm in legal areas, I don't want to be a dick about this whole thing. Not everybody is, it, is yeah. cool with this, and and I don't mind putting it in my pocket and walking around and being, you know, discreet. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, there's no reason to be blatant about it. Heck no, man. If you it, enjoy it, but other people, if people don't, are man, offended. I don't need that. to get in their face about it. You know, if I can mm. walk away, I will walk away. I mean, even when it's legal, I mean, if some people just are are not comfortable with it, I don't mind if if they ask me to. I will kind of get some distance, you know. Yeah, if they ask, if, then if they if they, they they're actually like literally they come to you and say, "Can you mind not blowing that my way?" Then fine, yeah. mm. But otherwise. Yeah. <laughs> People don't give a shit when they're smoking them fruity flavored vapes. The smoke and the smell goes fucking everywhere, man. Does my head in? Uh, the vapes too, mm. man. You get in those vape clouds. With the, you walk through one of them clouds because the twat in front of you is having a flipping bubblegum strawberry or something. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you had one on the way, didn't you? You know. Like, but, <laughs> well, see, see, like what you were saying there, monkey. I had a barbecue for a lot of our friends there last week. Mm-hmm. And I'm the only one that smokes. I got up away from the table at my own house in my own patio right. and walked to the well, other yeah. side. Yeah, that's works. just that's just no, no. You see, now this is where I draw the line. This is my house, and I will smoke a spliff here. And if you don't like that, then you can leave. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. That's oh, the way it is. Everybody's man. got their own rules in their own house. But I respect if, that. Yeah, if yeah. I'm at your house, then you know I won't smoke. You don't. I do the same thing. To. Then, like I would get up and walk away if I'm over there. It's just because I I, I would do it just because. Oh, there was kids there as well. In fairness, yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah but I, it's just because you know, if other people don't smoke. You don't want to fucking choke them. And if you, maybe that's just me. I don't know. Yeah, but if your house. Everyone is different, yeah. Depends yeah. who it is. I would feel like if I came over to somebody's house and they're just like smoking cigarettes, and blowing it in my face, and it's, I don't know, I would, I'd feel a bit, I mean, if we're just sitting relaxed, but if it's like, at the, like, were you eating? You said, we're at the table or something? Or? Uh, we were finished. We're all just oh. going to sitting around just chatting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I guess it would be situational, but I mean, yeah, it would. Yeah, I've probably I, I've dealt with this a lot, man. Like none, no, nobody. I fucking like all Cheryl's relatives. They don't smoke, and whenever she has, we have like fucking twenty or twenty-five people over sometimes because she's got a big family, and I'm just like I'm not over behind the shed, like you know, or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, yeah. But 
<laughs> I do try and be a little bit more discreet because yeah, it'd be discreet. Know, like, you don't, not like walk around just, blowing it in people's faces or you know, yeah, just you just, I feel kind of weird being the only one. Just mm-hmm. it's mean. like anybody I let in my house already knows that I smoke weed. So yeah, it's, me too. it's like they know what to expect anyway. Then they yeah. wouldn't expect me not to be smoking because they know I love weed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, you see, that's the, that's the thing as well. Like everybody would know. Everyone like will come to my house. Mackie will be the same. They would mm-hmm. all know. We're fucking. Jeep doesn't drink. All he does, he has a spliff in his mouth from the fucking minute he wakes up in the morning until the minute he goes yeah, to bed. Same here. Yeah, you know? mm-hmm. and lots but, of coffee in between. And uh, but none of those people smoked either. So maybe that's why. But what are you doing inviting non-smokers? Why you got friends that are non-smokers, man? They betray the cause, bro. No, no. They do not stand with us. (laughs) Here we go. You see, the thing is, they all, a lot of them did smoke recreational when they were younger, but none of them drink either. Like, they're all car people. So, like, they're big into they spend thousands and thousands on their motors every year. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they don't. It's on, man. Yeah, yeah. Really? You don't hang around with car people, bro. Oh, well, that's all. Yeah, I'm a car <laughs> <laughs> He just doesn't mind spending his, spending his time on his I weed, just, too, though. Yeah, it's yeah, just my weed. I have priorities. <laughs> and my priorities Why are right, you in both, my opinion. Right? No, but that's the way I am now, monkey. Oh, but you can only have do both when you grow. True. Objectively, no. I don't think there's anything at all wrong with smoking anything around anybody, like age. At all, any age, because if you're using it responsibly, you know, like I've been, I go cat, or when I was a kid, I used to go camping all the fucking time, like many of us did with our families. Mm-hmm. And everybody sat around the fire fucking drinking beer. Most people actually, and like not most, but some people ended up shit faced at the end of the night. And as kids, like I, I didn't grow up now, like thinking something weird about alcohol. And I think we should apply that same thing to cannabis. And, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I understand that it's hard because even myself, I still have, like I, I said before, I feel awkward when I'm around, like if I'm the only smoker, like I, I just I just feel like I have to hide it or something still. I don't know mm-hmm. why. I think it's, I do. it's ingrained in our DNA because yeah. we've had to hide it for so long. Mm-hmm. Right. And there are still people that judge us. Obviously, we all know this, like reefer madness and oh, stigma yeah. is not gone away, but the only way we can break the stigma obviously is to show, you know, that we're reasonable, normal people that also like to have smoke cannabis. Like you know, mm-hmm. if they ask, then yeah. 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 Like, well, do you smoke? Uh, yeah, smoke. You don't need but, to tell everybody. No, no for sure. But yeah, I, I feel I don't know, it's it's a weird fucking kind of because like I wear weed shirts all the time. I'm on a weed podcast. I work at a a weed distillery. <laughs> I grow weed. I, like I every fucking aspect of my life is weed. And yet I still am like, when, when people ask about my weed, or I, I still get a little like, word or what like, is cannabis? afraid to like, you know, unless I'm in, a, in a, an atmosphere like we are now, I feel a lot more at ease. But yeah, I don't know why. I don't know. It's, it's, it's a strange fucking thing. It's because was... we're all degenerates together, TG. Yeah, well, I would say I was wearing my fast buds. Um, t-shirt this morning when I went out for a walk. The, you know the one, the the big one with the big fucking American weed. Big four twenty on it, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And your copper neighbor waved, uh, yeah, as you walk by. Oh, I copper uh, neighbor. But no, what I said, Hi, I went GB. for a walk with Love the, the with show. This. Oh, jeez, no, I was up in. Um, <laughs> I I wasn't anywhere near my own house. God right, no, right. You know, I was a good fucking 
30, 30 odd clicks away. But like the amount of people that I was stopping chatting away to and they were looking and they're buying a Ganji off me. But none of them mentioned anything or said anything. And they've yeah. all seen that, oh, well, this isn't a fucking mad degenerate. This is an intelligent person. I'm not even afraid of that because honestly, I don't give a fuck what people like, if they think I'm a degenerate person. Because if they think that, they are probably a fucking non. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, they're the degenerate. They're not right? very observant, you know. Like, you know, talk to me for a mm-hmm. bit. Don't just look at my long fucking hair and metal shoes. Oh yeah, or whatever. And my joint in my mouth. More, more specifically. But that, that's what it, that's what we're doing, Steve. It's the likes of us. We're trying to we're changing the stigma because beforehand the normal people you could say that fucking consumed yeah. have always done it in the shadows and hiding and it's always just been but the degenerates who have been on show you're exactly right normal people quote unquote you know mm. but everybody's normal however yeah because the more the more fucking i like whenever i have to talk to somebody about you know just out of the blue if i'm walking down in the street or something or it comes up in whatever conversation it's always the other person is, is the same as me. They've always smoked. Everybody fucking smokes, basically. Yeah, is, is yeah. the point. But yeah. nobody wants to talk about it for some uh-huh. fucking reason. How many lost uh, friendships has there been because of it? Yeah, really. You know, how many I, bands, like, man? How many musical, you know, like Simon Garfunkel, Paul McCartney, and, and John Lennon, all these different pairs that made these iconic bands? How many of them people never got together because they didn't smoke? Were together right. because they didn't tell each other? I, uh, I'll, I'll, like when I went, I'll tell the story of my geology field trip. Uh, we go on two for the U of S's course. The second one is to Manitoba, kind of ironically now. But, um, you know, I brought weed. Every, and everybody else brought, brought weed, but nobody else knew that anybody else brought weed basically until like the last fucking two days when we like finished and, and then it was partying party together and yeah. let loose. And it, people were like, you have weed? You have, oh, oh, oh. You know, everybody's <laughs> like, it's fuck because, right, like you said, we could have been doing geology and smoking weed on outcrops the whole fucking time because that was it. We just, you just walk around and you do surveys and look at rocks and stuff. Like, I wasn't Everybody's hiding in different that. places. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, I got to go over there for like five minutes. Just hold on, bud. You know, and then you go smoke your joint. And you put it out oh. and you walk around the corner and you see a guy just walking around the corner and he's done the same thing and you both look at each other like, oh yeah. shit, man. <laughs> but you don't over, know. <laughs> I used to have to go over to the fucking yeah, Canadian yeah. Tire parking lot and sit in the bus depot because... And coming back with a smile on your face. <laughs> I just sit in there and rip my, my pipe and then hurry back <laughs> to the hotel. I, you know, like, mm-hmm. fucking, I look, oh, obviously you knew what the fuck I was doing if you saw me walking into an abandoned parking lot well i don't know there's different things people do in abandoned parking lots mate well touche i just that's what i assume everybody's doing is smoking weed so i just assume people think that about me or doctor either weed or a ten dollar blowjob isn't it yeah yeah the only two things that can put a smile on your face like that yeah forgot about that so what else have we got to talk about? Talking? Yeah, we were talking about bongs. Uh, yeah. bongs. We talk about bongs. Yes. Pipes and vapes and shit. Yeah, me and too, pimps. Yes, and pimps. <laughs> and hells. Juicy pussy, did they let that through? Yep. Nice. Wow. Well, is, that, is that Australian? 
Yeah, I, t- I took a screenshot. I can't remember the breeder, but it was on Instagram. It was just juicy pussy as the strain. The fucking sum of the names are just ridiculous, aren't they? I, yeah. I fucking love that shit. You know? just, Clark Kent's you know, armpit. Extreme. You know, you know. It's fucking hilarious. This is weird. I mean, ultimately, it's just Afghani skunk, probably. So. Bongs oh, in space. Bongs in space. With an H? <laughs> Yeah, and that's the posh way. The real Silent hate, obviously. Is, is there a bong that would work in space? That no, surely there would be. No, because there's no air. Oh, no, because there's no gravity to hold the no, fucking... In, in a yeah. spacecraft, it would be fine. You would have to use a sticky bud that would stick into the bowl. Oh, in yeah, spacecraft, yes. Or maybe we could just not actually in space. We could just retrofit the bong with a screen over the top of it to hold the weed from floating out. You But what about the water? Um, no, that's what I mean. The war will be um, all over the fucking shop. Well, even more importantly, what about the flame? Can you have a lighter and would lighting a flame work? Could use uh, electric, electric, juice. could or use electric, electric. Yeah. yeah, resistance. Well, I think wire. a flame would still be okay. It's only air, isn't it? It's air yeah, technically, it would be okay. But I mean, they tried that's one thing they really try to avoid in space is open flame or in spacecraft. <laughs> Somebody's like fucking busts out of his spacesuit, mate. Hey, man. Jeff <laughs> <laughs> After a three billion dollar investigation, yeah. we figured out the cause of the Actually, fire was astronaut number two <laughs> and his bong. <laughs> so two hundred and thirty-seven billion dollars of space station just exploded. I have a hmm. feeling that you, you're talking about gravity bong. Yeah, you could adapt that principle. Mm. Uh, You'd have, yeah, we would have to design a space bong, but you know what? I think we could do it. You could, you could do it if you had a sucker type thing with a with water, yeah, kind of a in. syringe kind of thing that when you yeah, pull it up, and then the vet, when you the take it off, pulls you push the smoke yeah. back down, and at the same time keeps the water at the proper end of of the device. Uh, yeah, 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 and it could pass even through. Z- yeah, yeah. So even zombies coming aboard now. He's like, he's hold on for a second. No, 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 no. I'm just thinking, I'm just thinking that ain't happening. Well, right. bladder, Husky said, bladder system. Husky said, there's no gravity in space, Muggs, and there is gravity in space, mate. Yeah. There the reason why system. people float around in the space station is because the space station is constantly falling. It's just Earth moves out the way before it hits it, and that's why it stays in orbit. <sighs> Science, just saying. <laughs> that's <laughs> microgravity. <laughs> Professor <laughs> Mackey <laughs> has struck again. <laughs> <laughs> the Earth moves out of the way. No, I that's pretty much how it is. Bump was. It's, it's just it's that's the, the, the simplest way to it. explain it, isn't it? It's yeah. the simplest way to explain it's it. It's by the time it, it gets to the point where it would impact the air, it mm-hmm. has just moved. Yeah. Out of the way. So yeah, it's just and it's, it's there, constantly doing the, that. The, the, oh, I can't think of the name that it is. It's geostationary orbit. That's it. It's a, it's station. It's geosync or, or geosynchronous. Yeah, but that's not that's not necessarily where a geosynchronous orbit is because if you put it further out, it's still the same thing. It's just bigger. Like two thousand five hundred miles or something like. Well, that. it's one of the fucking orbits. <laughs> Is that far out? Twenty-two thousand miles. Yeah, it's a that we I used to have run an old C-band satellite dish. So yeah, I used to have to know all that crap. It's like twenty-two thousand cool. five hundred miles or something like that. That's far, man. That's a fair fucking whack. Yeah, isn't it? I mean, yeah, those, the geosynchronous satellites are way further out than like the spacecraft and the space station and all that stuff going. I watched a, a video of Arthur C. Clarke just the other day, and 
this was back in the 60s and he was pretty much predicting what we're doing now where communications would be just instantaneous all around the world because the communication satellites that had recently launched you know it's like that was way back then man and he was pretty much right with the the predictions he made mm-hmm. how you can you'd be able to do work in london even though yep. you're sitting in thailand and you could just get online and do your shit over other side of the world in this you know real time well, we're doing a podcast in real time from four different it's countries. It's crazy, isn't it? Yeah, it it's is. It's fucking crazy, man. And not just that, but we're streaming it as well in real time, man. If people were chatting there, it, you know, it, it's it's there like in a second, two seconds, one ultra That's low, There's been an upgrade uh, to the simulation lately. That's why we can do this. So the one where the birds can now crack open nuts by dropping them on the floor. They never used to be able to do that, but now they can do that because of the upgrade. Uh, <laughs> Magpie's been able to do that for years. Man, if I had fucking credits that I could spend on the simulation and change one thing, it would be the fucking way magpies fucking stand up my window and. <laughs> oh, so you must have chosen that in your simulation then. No, you can't choose everything in simulation. Oh really? No. And you've got a yappy players, dog as well, a yappy no, dog that, next door. You know, and I haven't fucking... heard that for fucking ages, man. Uh, maybe the magpies got him, isn't it? Yeah, and he's just laughing at him. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, you fucking... Oh, man. Cause, uh, and the thing is, as well, I went to bed the other day, like, half three in the morning, right? And I've laid down in bed. I've got nice and comfortable. And then all of a sudden, I start hearing the fucking magpie, like half three in the morning, it start going, oh, my God. And, you know, I love animals, man. You've all listened to the show long enough. I love animals. I don't, I don't want to... But apparently not a animal is a dog. Or this fucking magpie. Yeah. <laughs> I, will a magpie. I will catch it. Mm, I won't really. Right. I won't really, because I'm tired every time I hear it. So I can't At the laugh. end of the day, he's <laughs> damn sight faster than you, and you can't fucking fly. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, okay. I could throw stones. No, magpie's too quick for I've that. I've got a dog that will retrieve it for me, so fuck them. What, the stone? Yeah, and a bird. You ain't getting the magpie, I'm telling okay. you. They're yeah, they're, they're smart. Man. They're smart birds. Always in the back of the red. Mm. And the worst one I ever had was a red-headed woodpecker that used to decide to peck on the metal chimney on the house at 6 o'clock oh, in the morning, God. just at daybreak. Jesus You'd fuck. hear this machine gun thing on the chimney cap Ooh. going. And it was like every morning. I'd have been up there putting pressure plates around that chimney in about a fucking kilo of C4 in it, man. (laughs) We have a question. You little bastard. (laughs) We have a question from Gunnar. He said, at the moment, I got White Widow in veg. What's the stretch like when you flip to flower? Uh, It all depends, Mm, mate. I mean, White Widow. Easy yeah, yeah. Who's like we don't. The the best thing to do is when you come to the stretch stage, it like uh, you flip to 12, 12, 12, give it four or five days, and then the stretch will start to happen from there. Don't take anything off your plant. No defoliation whatsoever. Mm. And you need to keep the temperatures when the lights are on. Say it's about twenty six degrees. When the lights are off, it needs to be no lower than twenty one. Five degrees difference between night yeah. and day temperatures, and that will massively reduce the stretch. And also, of course, keep a good fan on them because if there's no fan making sure... It, when you're blowing them stems, if the fans are blowing the stem, it, it forces the plant to build good, firm stems, which stops them growing longer because they need to grow denser instead. So good air circulation is will keep the plant short as well. Yeah, but don't take anything off the plant until that, that yeah. stretch phase is over and then mm-hmm. do your defoliation. Yes, I say ultraviolet does uh, retard stretching as well. Yeah, yeah. How are you done with that? Is that cool? 
Yeah, actually, I mean, in my very small experiment between the two plants, the one with the UV light over top was, well, definitely shorter and not just like negligibly shorter, but like an inch maybe shorter. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, there are things you can manipulate like that, but if you're doing that, you should have already done all the other things first to try and mitigate that, which are easier and more powerful, in my opinion, such as like Mackie explained. Um, with the, the temperatures as well as, I mean, you're probably not running uh, HID lights, but mm -hmm. going from the metal halide with the blue into the reds, that can help as well with, with the HPS. Uh, so if you have far reds yeah, and stuff yeah. in your LED, you can, I'm sure they're already on, but those help as well. Yeah, they can go crazy yeah. during the stretch, man. You just got to try and keep them temps in check. Yeah, do some training if you can. Yeah, that's always a good way to keep them That's pretty good for stretch. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's real good. Yeah, widow is not a big like generally in my no, it's not limited experience. With it's, it. it's indica, right? What widow's indica? It's a hybrid, yeah. mostly indica. Yeah, you're mostly indica, so it's going to be short anyway. It's like yeah, yeah. It should be. Uh, I mean, if you grow it right, if you yeah, give it what it needs, enough light and all that stuff. Mm -hmm, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Well, yeah, yeah more, just make more. sure your your light. Yeah, don't have your light as close as you can without yeah. being too close to. That's a big one. So, that's that yeah. that is a big well, one as it goes that's yeah, that's where the, the third yeah. stretch came from as it goes because my cmh is at the top of my tent so i took it mm. out of bed and put it in there so there was a good maybe three foot between the top of the plant and the mm. light so yeah it, it went up by two foot just to get there drop some questions in chat you know it loves late so yeah it does most definitely well, I was saying that cannabis looks like everything growing looks like my, my bloody grass has gone ridiculous again since it's like gone all sunny. Yeah, grass has gone crazy. My right hedge now, has gone it? ridiculous since yeah, it's yeah. gone all sunny. It's just that green stuff, man. It likes to grow. It's awesome. I love We've had a lot of rain, and you're right. We're having a lot of sun now. Mm -hmm. shit just looks, it's pretty cool, actually. I put a bunch of compost down in my, in my yard because my grass is like dead and shitty here. And I only had enough compost for. Like it was four, about four cubic feet, so it only it covered not that much, but you could so easily see how much more dark green the grass that grew mm -hmm. where I put the right. compost was versus yep. there was a clear border, right? Mm -hmm. So it was it was fucking awesome. Oh, yeah, that works, man. Yeah, absolutely. I planted sunflowers this year without adding compost to the holes because it, it was just it was going to rain and I had to get it done fast. And those things are just not thriving. I'm going to have to go back and top dress. But yeah, the biology really makes a difference. Mm, yeah. yeah. Speaking of bongs, I'm going to yeah, I'm gonna just from this bong. Everybody, with everybody my get rolling, man. No, let's, I'm going to smoke water. a hash spliff right now. Oh my gosh, no, not a half a hash split again. Yes, I have stopped. <laughs> <laughs> it's been hash with everything so the the bcf which i've got you'd like some eggs minute. and hash in the morning yes like please thank you it's true i've got bcf going on that's my cocktail at the moment with the mm -hmm. hash i had uh what the fuck was that yesterday and mm -hmm. dangleberry jam uh yesterday and yesterday and the day before so yeah <laughs> it's all good man Ooh. <laughs> we like it's we nice like to have a change, isn't it? It is very much so, very much so. And it also it keeps the the if if I'm if I'm not stuck to one jar, yeah, it kind of makes the rest of them get a cure. It forces yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't get the tolerance up as high if I'm if I'm switching back and forth. You know. Yeah. 
Mm, yeah, yeah it's kind of different. Yeah. Nice different terps as well. You get a different effect every time. That's why I'm loving this hash, man. It's like a different spliff every time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm tempted to roll it all into balls and shit. But, that is you know, fucking greasy. Good as it is. So, according to my PC, it's 20 degrees out now outside. 20 who? 20, 20 degrees outside right now. 23. 28 now in my back room. Yeah, it's not, I don't think 26 it. outside and 31 in here now. Holy fuck. Boys. Right, let me test this wall again. 36. 32. 35 on the ceiling. Oh. 7. <laughs> 32.5. That's not cool. Let's go for the ceiling. Let's see that. Yeah, ceiling's the best one. 34. We all have it for me enjoying summertime, everybody. <laughs> yeah. I used people to love summer when I was younger. But, you know, yeah. It's not like I, I do enjoy it. It's a little, you know, it's a bit warm, but I enjoy it really. It's nice, man. I like it like this. But the do you know what? I like it so much. The, I found the shitty thing is normally it doesn't get this warm over mm. here. Mm -hmm. right, so, so not a lot of people have aircon in their cars and in their if it, if you have a, like an old office or fucking things. You got like it that. in your car, right? I have it now in the car. No, I didn't have it in the old one. Fucking what, when was that built? Nineteen forty-five, was it? No, <laughs> I got no aircon in mine. You got no, no aircon in your van? Yeah. No, mine's in van and in fucking trucks and that. It's, it's it's an ex, they're added extras, so like you're not gonna pay for something that you're not gonna fucking you for you that's something that you might use for yeah. possibly. But then how do you fix up the steamy windows, man? It's the heater on wait ten minutes. The heat mission oh. fuck that. Put an air con on, man. It just sucks it straight. Yeah, you didn't make up around a flipping spliff in that ten minutes. Yeah. And smoke half of it. He's in no rush to get plus, there. Plus, like if you're doing if if you if you're doing it for quite a number of vehicles, like it can come to quite an expense. Yeah, I suppose. For so, the yeah, sake, yeah. for in 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 general, for the sake of something that's only for a week or two. But man, mm. we've had so such bizarre weather in the last two three years. It fucking kills you fucking driving around. Mm. But tomorrow, I have to I, I have to drive to Kerry tomorrow. With no aircon. No air if I with no aircon in a fucking in one of the yokes, so I'm gonna be baked. Mm -hmm. Baked. Fuck that. I'm going to the beach, so it's not gonna be too bad when I get there. I'm fucking gonna enjoy myself. Yeah, there's gonna be loads <laughs> of people there, mate. Oh, but fuck yeah. yeah. Half of Ireland. <laughs> no. <laughs> no masks. It's actually where I'm going. <laughs> Three centimeters so apart. <laughs> I'm actually going to a film set, so there'll be absolutely nobody. Oh, that's all right then. So it'll be grand. Nice. Yeah. Will you privately hire the beach then? No, no. We'll also <laughs> go to a film set. So. Right. Your film, you're producing it. Ah. No. <laughs> I'm just delivering the hooch. <laughs> you know the GBP no. man. <laughs> Miss Saz is right. I'll be like Ace Ventura, fucking driving hung out the window. <laughs> I know that scene. Yeah, yeah, I know that scene too. <laughs> I watched that movie like fucking on repeat when I was a yes. kid. For sure. ah, that's Back when your man was funny. funny <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's not so funny, not funny now. No, he's outspoken now. Oh, he does all his paintings and shit. Yeah. Well, he's overconfident now, isn't he? Isn't he? Yeah. A bit like that other one that we were talking about the other day. James, what's his face? 
Corden. Corden. Yeah. Yeah. Overconfident, man. Been at it for too long already. Fucking fucking weird. Awesome. Mm -mm -mm. Hashi. I don't even know what it is. It's just you don't know what it is. Not a clue. Shit. I grew it, but I don't know. <laughs> this is what everybody's saying. Then we should wrap this shit up. Oh man, this is a fat split as well. This is the size of the stuff. Because you've got to pack it out extra when it's got the hash in it. Oh, oh sure, yeah. I mean, twice as fat. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you earned that oil again, Teach. Ooh. I just had a pussy stick hit. Now I'm going to hit this bomb. And I'm going to hit this half pipe. I'm going to hit this dab. <laughs> I'm going to fuck my vaporizer. We're going to do all the those man things. that says his life is constant cannabis. TG's dying to show you all the stuff he's got laying there. So, I mean, let's and talk I, about yeah. bongs, TG. My gadget. My gadget. My gadget. My gadget. My gadget. Matter of fact, my, uh, my vacuum cleaner ate my bong the other day. So I, I'm, oh, no. I'm going to have to replace it. What, what your vacuum, vacuum cleaner or your bong? <laughs> well, it was on the floor, and the wife activated the Roomba, and it the Roomba, you know, basically bumped it so many times that it was pretty well fractured. Oh. And so, <laughs> see, this <laughs> is the machine. What the fuck? attacking yeah. already. Yeah. 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 This is so, the yeah, start of it, man. Oh, it's bam, destroyed bam, your position. Bam, bam. Yeah. Oh, guess exactly. I better clean. Yeah, yeah. 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 it's almost clean. It's almost clean. until ready for cleaning. Like your floor is clean. Your floor is clean. Yep. Fuck. Yeah, man. <laughs> oh, that is the machine coming to get us, man. Yeah, so I need, I need a new Hello Kitty bong. So, yeah, you know how it goes. <laughs> the Hello Kitty. That's hilarious. Good bong, bro. Scary. It is a good bong. It's a fucking great bong. Only it has is like fucking Hello Kitty on it. Well, right now, that'd be better Sick. than no bong at all. And at, the, at that it price? I don't think he has any of the I'm just messing. Uh, cool. Like I said, you know, unfortunately, <laughs> shipping would be outrageous. So, yeah. Like, I, I highly recommend just a simple bong like this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's dirty, you know, but it's a, it's a flat bottom, mm. round bottom flask is a technical name. But um, it's very <laughs> simple, so easy to clean, and extremely functional, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Like, it's not like I don't, like, I, I Again, I'll show you all my shit because that's why I run this. <laughs> well, I have big ones. Multi-chamber yeah. bubblers. This has percolator. Well, it's got downstem with the fancy, uh -huh. with the fancy, you know, perk. I'll it's pin got you a there, tree TG. perk up here. Uh -huh. And well, takes three weeks to uh, clean. Uh, yeah. If that's why it's not clean. Mm. or not very clean because... It's tough to get the ISO in here and really abraded and really yeah, get it yeah, going yeah. As, as much as you need to. Um, and I, it hits like a fucking train. But it, I mean, really, in my opinion, this is your most important thing as to mm. what the makes bowl. it hit hard. The bowl. Big bowl. Don't get a bowl that's like hollow and has like the fucking yeah. internal yeah, yeah, yeah. and external. This one's just a solid piece of glass yeah. with a kind of a built-in screen, but you should still put a, a little brass screen or something in there. Um, Greenbeard actually has really cool little reusable things that you put in here, and that's got a little lifting thing that you lift out the ash and bang mm -hmm. it out. Here, I'll show you there. Yeah. Uh, Those are nice. Um, let me just turn. This is uh, there. You can see it. The, the fucking motherfucker. Are these the little things with the little bubbles on them you're talking about? No, no. These are um, these little things. It's just a screen. Just that, goes, yeah. Oh, right. Because Ali, Ali Bongo sells something that's like a, yeah, a little 
marble with yeah. nobbles on it that goes in yeah, your, your yeah, bowl. I want to see them. And it's, well, it's supposed this. to do. It's supposed to be one of them. It's supposed to stop you using any of that shit. If yeah. you can see so you it in just there, put it in there, bend it to shape, and you're done. Yeah, and just bend it over. That's the way I have it. Ooh, Sweet. Sweet. Okay. This here. Good tip. And it just yeah. bends straight and over. It's like I a little, yeah, you can use it like a little spoon to take the used shit out as well instead yeah. of tipping it out, isn't it? That's mm-hmm. good. And then that's, it's a bit, again, it's a bit dirty because I've been using it, but it's like what Tej has. This has, yeah. it's already pre built in glass. Yeah. And um, that, that, this bond comes with different ones. It's got, um, the oh, nail banger pack. as well that pops on it's right. a two, two and one this is my big beast that's that's the killer and this is what i use for just mm. my little day everyday to, day to day, but my everyday ball yeah that's well this nice is the everyday at the minute man. hence the reason why it looks so dirty but you, know, you can but, buy um, different different pieces for your your ball or your down stem or whatever you have mm-hmm. You can get an ash catcher and put a banger on it. You can get a, you know, turn it into a dab rig. Um, they're very, very functional. But again, I'm, I'm very lazy in the sense of, I just, I don't know, I don't like doing extra shit basically. And to me, having to clean all this, but getting the same functionality out of this as this is right. extra work. So that's why oh, yeah. I use this like 99% of the time. But like the one you, no. you're recommending is also a great, great starter bong for somebody who doesn't use a bong all the time. You don't buy an 18 inch monster bong if you're just yeah, starting yeah. on it because it, it will choke you. It will kill you. Get used yeah, to yeah. the smaller it one. It will first. kill you. Oh, man, I tell you what, you will choke. You will. Oh, your eyes will pop out if you hit it too hard. Cypress Hill on their concert. I, what do they call it? The King Louie bong or whatever. Oh, the yeah, fuck. It's man. like a 11 or nine, nine foot bong where where. Yeah. Uh, Fucking B reels hitting it on top, and uh, fucking uh, one of the other dudes is fucking lighting the ball on the bottom because he can't reach. Mm-hmm. I mean, very novelty, but still, um, I don't know practicality. But there's nothing like we said that you shouldn't have these. These are beautiful, just pieces of art. I think, like yeah, and engineering. This, this is thing, great stuff. Look at this fucking bomb, right? This is a piece of bamboo from Hawaii, mm-hmm. actual bamboo. Yeah, and then you don't put water and in that one now, do you? They just fucking put a little ball on the bottom. It's all they lined do. with. So it is water oh, in the yeah. bottom, yeah. Yeah, neat. Whatever. <laughs> like do. Right now it is, but crazy shit, man. Yeah, it's. I bought this just because like it's fucking awesome. <laughs> I've never used it. Don't have, don't yeah. come a day. It's been a good session, man. I'm super stoned. You've been hitting that hash hard. And of course, the heat as well. It makes a big difference, you know. <laughs> yeah, the hash definitely would make a difference in that heat. <laughs> Which one you think made more of a difference to my stonedness, the hash or the heat? Because uh, you do get super stoned with your heart, right? No, you could be miserable without the hash, but at least you're, you're stoned. Very true. Now you're stoned and miserable, but you're probably less miserable. Now I've got oh, like two half smoke splits awesome. in front of me, and one of them's all bud, and one of them's bud and hash. It's like, ooh. The world it's is good. for choice, man. It's sport for choice. Oh, it's good shit. Flake out nice. time, so these chill bits. Yeah, man. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Here we got. Drop your names in your chat so we can give you a shout out, everyone. What's up for next week? What are we doing next week? I don't know. <laughs> we we <laughs> have um, we've got an interview already recorded. We just want to part with Ideal, the rapper. Uh, mm-hmm. And but we've also got an interview coming up. I think it's this week with the Chronic Coin guys. Yeah. 
and they're releasing their coin in a couple of weeks. I want to try to get them on before the coin's released because then if you guys like the sound of it, then you can go out there and buy it before it hits the markets and might be, might be able to make something. I don't know. This is not financial advice. I'm just fucking using my stone thoughts to make sentences. But yeah, man. So maybe they'll be on next week or maybe it'll be ideal. But they're, they're coming up. Either well, way. we might, we might so find something else out. more interesting. You never knew. Yeah, well, we got uh, we got rumours of Ed coming back to visit. Yeah, oh, we never know when that's going to happen. Oh. Yeah, man, that'll be happening soon. Now. Ed Rose yes. all live. Would that be cool? Oh, get him live, maybe. That's pretty maybe that'd be cool. Well, what, what we'll do is oh, we when he comes along, what we can do is when we have the Zoom call, I'll do an unlisted stream for the Patreons, and I'll drop the link to just the Patreons, and you can all watch it on an unlisted stream on YouTube. Oh, there yes. you go. So, you know, we'll have a few viewers and shit just for patrons. And then we, you can watch us do the the interview live. And the, the edited version will be out on the normal show. We'll do something like that. That'll be cool. Yeah, it would yeah. be. Sounds like a plan. Right. And in the meantime, you know, get others' purses and check out the Q&A section, drop questions in there and shit. Join the, the Weed Seed Express comp if you haven't already, if you're a known user. What, what else is going on? Lots going on. Lots going on. Let's keep it uh, on. See, we got voting going on right now for the LAPK diary comp. So, yeah. yes, that is there too. We've got 21 days on that. So, that's a lot of reading to do. But get over there if you want to vote. Mm-hmm. Make somebody's day. That's 250 euros at stake. So, spend it, Seedsman. Yeah, credit mm-hmm. at Seedsman. Minutes. Mm-hmm. That's a nice, nice little prize, that is. Yeah, man. Sure is. To a Seedsman. We, we need to get them back into the site. I want to get them on as advertisers. But we've got a lot of seed banks now. You know, we got Weed Seed Express and we got Ali Bongo, even though Ali Bongo's there for paraphernalia, they still got a good ass seed bank. It's quite oh, easy. I'm impressed oh, with the Bongo how, bolt stuff, man. It looks really? like pretty good stuff. Some people are growing it out at that Bongo stuff, man. Good, good stuff. Well, you say I have a little in? bit of note, a little tiny bit of news for the end of the show. Okay. I've had a reply from Grower's Choice oh, regarding yeah. my brain oh, my damage gosh. query. Stay tuned. Oh, stay tuned. Are you going to leave them like that? Oh, you I savage. I know. Stay tuned, everybody. <laughs> yes. Nice. The enemy's in contact with the people who gave him brain damage. <laughs> <laughs> Just to say thanks. <laughs> no, I mean, just send us the medical bill, bro. It's like, no, I mean the strain. Oh, cool. Okay. 30 seconds. <laughs> 30 seconds until 4.20. That's it, man. Oh, well, we might as well. Oh, shit. We've got to stay in here for that. note, then. Let's, let's hit this shit. Happy 420 for whoever's oh, celebrating. Is it that time already? Oh, yeah, it's 420 somewhere. Smoke. It's yes, TG420. I haven't even got anything to smoke. I'm rolling it as yeah, we speak. We always do a TG420. It's almost like tradition now, man. Oh, that was a good 420, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's not over yet. You can fit another one in. Yeah, I say it's still there. I ain't going to get mine fitted in because I can't roll it that quick. Savages. Been a pleasure, everybody. It's yeah, always good to spend our Sundays. With all you talking about news and cannabis yes. and stuff. Thanks for joining us. And don't forget to share with your friends if you can. Don't expose yourself and you know put yourself at any risk. And share with share your with enemies too. Yeah, yeah share they, with... they become friends. That's right. And, right. and don't Shit. forget we He's have got some wicked weed, man. We have high Why and homegrown like stickers. <laughs> we have high and homegrown stickers. So if anybody wants some, come and drop me an inbox on Percy's. Yes. Definitely. As long as you as long as you promise to stick them on something nice and take pictures for Instagram and things like that, we can send them to you for free. 
It only cost mm. a couple of quid in postage. Let us I'd know. like one of those. I don't have one. <laughs> oh, right. I'll, I'll send you a stack of them, Most of us don't. Yeah. Okay, yeah, good. I, I keep telling you all, man. It, just send me a message on the forum. I'll sort it out. Yeah. I you can print shit here. You don't message you, man. You we don't do write. <laughs> no, we don't. We're not very good <laughs> at doing You don't call. We all kind of forget to send shit out. I, I've been meaning to send stuff down to fucking Podge for the last week or two, and it's probably been driving around with it in me fucking in the bag beside me. Jesus, Harry, you have to go for a sec. <laughs> Oh, yeah, good hit. Yeah, definitely. Fucking, yeah. Yeah. So used to that bong, GB. You should uh, get your lungs under you before you ever come over this neck of the woods. You know what I'm saying, TJ? Who does he think he's playing with here? It's like a challenge. A bong off. Do you know what that was? It's a fucking... It's an excuse he's right here. It was a dirty, dirty bong. Oh no! Dorty, dorty bong. That's an Irish bong. Dirty, dirty bong. Dorty, dorty bong. Sure, it was. That looks like soy. Getting, getting to be soy sauce. It's pre soy right now. Not quite. It's more like you know dehydrated piss. That's even. That's a better dehydrated piss. Oh no! Let's just do soy. Come on. Right then, everybody. It's time to say goodbye. Say goodbye. Don't forget to hit that like button and subscribe and download more episodes and all of that. Nice. Join us at Percy's. The the little ding dong as well. So then you'll know the next one's coming. Yes, don't forget to ring that bell. Nice. We'll see you up at Percy's. Bye. 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 Bye.